0: A Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. It is going to be a beautiful evening here tonight. Um... We are definitely having some issues. <laughs> I'm letting you know that right right off the bat. We are having some issues with our uh, tech here. And so, if you're trying to call in and getting a fast busy signal, just keep poking it with a stick. Keep trying. To, it'll let you in eventually. Um, just keep trying to call in. Yeah. You. If you're having issues with our chat room, same thing. Keep refreshing your browser. I'm going to go through some things with you really quickly before we get to our callers. First of all, I want to let you know that the number to call in is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. Okay. Going to be doing some... Announcements here real quick First of all, if you're interested in putting together A writer's workshop with us You can do so Probably shoot me a a message on Facebook Would be the easiest If you're not on my contacts list You can find me under Nyla N-Y-L-A Last name Alicia A-L-I-S-I-A Let me know what you want to do You don't have to be a professional workshop provider In order to put one of these on Basically We all have something to teach And we all have something to learn from each other So just let me know what you want to do. It can be anywhere from 30 minutes to three hours long, prerecorded. We can do it live, whatever you need. We can get that set up. Just let me know what you'd like to do. Next, I want to make sure that we thank our sponsors. And this is really, really important, as congratulations, you guys. We are officially broadcasting in our 15th year on the air. We just had our... Our 15-year anniversary, and uh, it was an amazing, incredible show. We had a lot of fun, and uh, it was just—it's—it's it's crazy to think that when we all when we started this, you know, that we would be here 15 years later. We're awesome, you guys. Seriously, <laughs> like we're really, really, really awesome. Like the kind of awesome you can't even like fathom. Um, yeah, I'm real proud of you guys, real proud to be a part of this with you. So, happy first show into our 15th year on the air together. I want to especially take a moment to thank our sponsors, those of you who helped keep us on the air for 2021 and helped, uh help towards that the licensing fee licensing fee for our broadcasting license did i say that right who you're on it doesn't matter you guys rock you're incredible we just uh, on behalf of the whole community and and all of us listeners readers everybody uh, we want to thank you guys for helping uh, keep us on the air those people are drumroll <laughs> melvin douglas johnson todd carter Vicki Aqua, Sean and Maddie Golickson, Audrey Michelle, George Wiley, Bart Solarcheck, Brad and Darling Kuhn, Uma Pochapalli, Christy Doherty, Douglas Curry, Eric Sheldman, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Gina Storm, Ray Lim- <laughs> Raymond Bentley, John Kays, Paula Sweet, Timothy Melton, Ronald Bremner, Kevin Kraft, Honey Parker, Karen DeWitt, Larry Teal, Robert Monkey, Jade Mist, Rose Rosen, Christopher Ryan, Trina Pierce, Dennis Must, Barbara Cope Wilson, and anonymously in the memory of Cherry Rose, Philip Kent Church, Ray Neighbors, Charles C.B. Banks, Glenn Still, Rick Smith II, and King's Cadence. And uh, thank you guys. Thank you for... You know, keeping us here every week for 15 years—I'm really proud of that. Uh, so, okay, next we are going to be getting into your writing assignments for the week. This is our mini-workshop portion of the show. So, have your notebooks out, a pen handy. You can have your journal in front of you and jot these down as we go. If you—if uh, you miss something and uh, don't worry about it. You can come back after the, the show airs and listen to the podcast and be able to start and stop at your leash and write them down. So, you know, you can just listen now and write them down later. Write them down as we go. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> All right. So for our first assignment this week, I'm going to try to pull that up. If I can move the studio... And there we go. Okay, so <laughs> your first, we're doing, we're gonna do your uh, poetry prompts this week. We're gonna be doing your poetry prompts and, and then your writing exercise after that. I'm going to be changing up some of this. We'll always be doing your prompts, this part of it, but I've got some of the stuff I'm going to be adding to the workshop portion because I kind of let you go over easy on the the based stuff. So I think that, you know, right after that, the first of the year, we're going to really be doing some different things. I'm really excited about that, but I'm not going to give you any hints, so I'm going to stop talking about it. You didn't hear me say anything at all, did you? Ooh, they're totally erased. Okay, so anyway, let's get into your poetry prompts, your inspiration from the Inkwell mini workshop poetry prompts. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you 12 prompts. now. Prompts are meant to grow into a poem. They're like seeds planted. Uh, with that said, the prompt can be the title of your poem, it can be a line in your poem, or the general concept of your poem. But whatever else be on those guidelines, which do with them is up to you. Alright, so number your paper one through twelve. One through twelve, and I'm going to run through these really quickly. You ready? Your pen ready. Awesome. Number one. Through the emptiness. Through the emptiness. Two. The secret of children. The secret of children. Three. Before I could write these lines. Before I could write these lines. Four. Earth still shakes from old battles. Earth still shakes from old battles. Number five, where only dreams have been. Where only dreams have been. Number six, of the mist. Of the mist. And I'll let you decide the spelling on that. Of the mist, seven unmade bed, unmade bed, eight, I gather not roses, I gather not roses, nine, the muse stands and watch the muse stands watch like like standing watch. <laughs> <laughs> the muse stands watch. Ten. Chewing at the window. Chewing at the window. Eleven. In her streets. In her streets. And number twelve. Wind-swept languages. Wind-swept languages. All right, so there you have it, your 12 Poetry prompts for the week. Remember, you can you can write one poem to each prompt if you want. If You want, you can mix and match them and grab line 4 and 7 and 5 and then, oh heck, why not 11? Throw that one in there. Mix and match them how you want. Or you can get real froggy and you can use all 12 prompts in one poem. All right, so have fun with those. But before you sit down and write to them, before you do that, I want you to do your, I just lost the word again. So, yeah, before I go into this part, you guys, uh, if you're still trying to get in, keep trying. And I'm sure the techs are working on it. They're pretty awesome taking care of us on here. So, okay, all right, so you're writing exercise. <laughs> Let's get to that part. So what we're doing with your writing exercise is your pick-apart-a-prompt writing exercise. So before you write to those 12 prompts that I just gave you, I want you to take each of those prompts and do this exercise. So what this is going to do is it's going to By doing this, you're going to be pushing yourself away from your knee-jerk reaction when you hear something that inspires you, when you first hear something. And you go, oh, that caught my attention, or oh, that made me think, or oh, that felt like a palm tingle, right? Before you taste that, stop yourself and reevaluate and rethink and chew on and look over and pick apart that inspiration and see what's really in there and the depths of it that's trying to grab you. You know, everybody writes the surface stuff. I want you to be able to reach in deeper into your inspiration and find those special things in there. So that's what this teaches you to do. So before you write to those, each of those 12 prompts I gave you, what you're going to do is, you're going to, at the top of a clean journal page, you are going to write each prompt so the top of page number one you'll write prompt number one and then instead of writing a poem to that prompt i want you to write at least six different ideas of poems you could write to that prompt so instead of writing the poem i want you to tell me six different poems you could write to that one prompt so just general concept idea. You don't have to write each of the poems. Just, you know, find find six different angles that prompt. Different ways of looking at it. Different ways of attacking it. Exposing it. Covering it up. Alright. So, prompt number one. Six di- and then six different poems you could write to that one prompt. Then when you know that, I want you to go to the second one. And then the third one and the fourth one until you have at least six different poems you could write to each of the 12 different prompts. And my 100% guarantee to you is that if you do this, you're not going to make it to the end of the assignment. You're not going to finish it because something in there along the way is going to grab a hold of you by the ankle and take a bite and you're going to be off and wrestling. With your brain to get this poem out, that's going to happen. There is, there is mathematically no way that that is not going to happen, and maybe many times, multiples. Hmm, those are always good, right? So, yeah. Wow, I mean, I, I totally need to be brought back after that one. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you have your 12 different, or your six different poems you could write to each 12 different prompts, and you're not going to find your way through that before something grabs a hold of you and you're, runs away with your thoughts like that, and you're going to be writing a poem. It, it will guarantee that's going to happen. And that the finished product is going to be something that you are amazed at. and you're going to find things inside of you that surprise you and that you didn't know were there. And it's like, wow, where in the hell did I pull that from? That's kind of scary, right? Find those places. They're so brave that you admire them. Find those places inside of you to write from. So this is what that's going to do. So that's my guarantee. If you do this, you're going to write a poem like that. So, once again, I'm going to run through the poetry prompts for the week, real quick. And again, if you didn't catch these or don't catch them now, you can come back and listen to the archives later, and grab them from there. So, your 12 pick apart a prompt poetry prompts are (laughs) one through the emptiness, two, the secret of children, three. Before I could write these lines 4. Earth still shakes from old battles 5. Where only dreams have been 6. Of the mist 7. Unmade bed 8. I gather not roses 9. The muse stands watch 10. Chewing at the window 11 in her streets And 12 windswept languages And there you have it Those are your prompts for the week Now remember we are focusing always, always on reading, reading, reading If you are not reading more than you're writing What are you guys doing? Right, you're doing it backwards You are what you eat That's the same thing for your brain You have to have input in order to have output So read, read, read the next thing we are focusing on is pushing ourselves to grow. Every single month, striving to learn at least one new poetry form. And we don't know all of them. None of us do. <laughs> I don't care how poetically knowledgeable and, and scholarly you are. You don't know all of them. Even you don't know all of them. So, yeah, strive every single month to try a new word puzzle Try a new form. Try a new idea. Think of writing in a different way every single month. Stretch yourself that little bit. Then, lastly, go out and live your lives. Like I said, you are what you eat. You can't write what you don't know. And if you can't experience, how can you possibly try to convince your reader that they're experiencing it? So it's important, but every single day, as you're out there walking through your life, all right? I want you to find something that's worth 17 syllables. So carry that notebook with you. When you when you think of it, when that pops in your head, stop for two seconds and get it on paper and keep going. But get them on paper. And if it's only 15 syllables, I don't care. You can go add a couple or take a couple away later. But listen to those poetic hiccups throughout the day. Look for them. Look for those 17 syllables. And every day you write the haiku. That's the point. Write a haiku every day. (laughs) Three lines. Five, seven, five, syllable count. Every day find your 17 syllables. Because really, honestly, you guys, seriously, think how sad it would be if we walked through a day and couldn't find our 17 syllables. That needs to be a t-shirt. I'm going to walk through the day and find my 17 syllables. Rawr. (laughs) So yeah, every day write a haiku. And, uh, you know, think about it. A year later, you're going to be able to pick some pretty good haikus out of there, and you're going to have your first Poetry Haiku book, which every poet worth their weight in salt, or is it salt and gold, something like that, uh, needs to have everyone. It's kind of like, it doesn't matter what kind of a artist you are, you end up on Saturday Night Live, right? They don't care what kind of artist you are, so... Yeah, that went somewhere. Anyway, okay, so that's it. That's it with your <laughs> inspiration from the inkwell. Now, the next thing we are going to be doing is we are going to be playing an audio track. And we always start and end every episode with a recording from you, one of the poets. And so if you would like to have your track played on the air, if you have something recorded, you can email it to me. The word that is in the email title, the thespeakeasycafe at gmail dot com, thespeakeasycafe at cafe at gmail dot com. Please send them in some other format besides uh, SoundCloud. It's real hard for me to get stuff off of there. Uh, so um, you know, send a MP3 file, whatever. We'll get it uploaded to the show's library and play it for the world. It'll be great. And if you're not a recording artist, you know, have fun. Grab a headset, sit down with your computer. Play. Bring your words to life, like little marionettes. Make the words go across and yeah, dance, whatever. So, <clears throat> yeah, audio track. Get them to me now. <laughs> That's the point of that. So. This has been kind of a, a, a This is a a rough one to play. It's very appropriate because it is the after Thanksgiving poem written by a very dear friend of mine that I I my my first real little girl crush. You know, fourteen years old and this this guy with blazing red hair, curls are like Peter Frampton curls everywhere, just blazing red and white bell bottoms and barefoot and had a guitar and, you know, the day I met him. He was my sister's boyfriend. <laughs> oh, but I was so fascinated with him and he is just an incredible, incredible person. Seriously he was my sister's my sister's boyfriend. And, uh, you know, with my little tiny young eyes, it was, you know, he he was like this this red-headed music god, and so, you know, just always kind of held this guy in that kind of awe, and he is very inspiring and wonderful, and and, uh, I gave him a challenge to write a poem years ago, and... This is a recording that I pulled off a show from a couple years ago, and I, I made up this track today to be able to play tonight for you, because it's appropriate. It's Thanksgiving, and we just recently lost John on Thanksgiving night. And so this poem really has this really cemented place in my heart because this was his day. He loved Thanksgiving. And there's just something beautiful in that to me is that I have this connection to the full circle of everything with this poem. And so I I pulled it off one of the shows from a couple years ago and, and made it and I'm going to play it for you. This is John Kays with his Thanksgiving poem. And here you go. Awesome, Mr. John Cage. Oh, well, let me
1: read my annual Thanksgiving poem. This was created because you gave me a post-pump, what, like, four years ago? I uh,
0: remember it. Uh, I love
1: this poem. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. and uh, it seems like every year on Thanksgiving I read it. So The 12 days of Thanksgiving. Day one, we ate turkey and listened to Alice's restaurant. Day two, we ate more turkey sandwiches than we could count. Day three, we ate turkey soup with tomatoes and rice. Day four, we ate turkey burritos. The change was nice. Day five, we ate the leftovers cold.
2: No one wanted
1: to bake. Day six, we ground up some turkey and made holidays some cakes. Day seven, we took a break and we ate nothing but vegetables. Day eight, we got yelled at for not eating the turkey on the table. Day nine, in a panic, we ate turkey until we blew. Day 10, we turned green and we saw more turkey stew. Day 11, we protested and we called a general ruckus. And day 12, we were thankful when Mom threw throughout the carcass. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>
0: Mr. John Kays, with his Thanksgiving poem, and uh, I'm going to keep him right here with us and and share his work and the fingerprints that he left on all of us. And we do we all we all leave fingerprints on each other. You know, every interaction we have, we start out as this clean little lump of clay when we're born, and every Thing that touches our lives leaves fingerprints on us, and I love knowing the fingerprints that you guys are leaving. I love knowing all of the fingerprints that John left, and King's Cadence left, and Ben Still, Charles, Ray, Philip, Cherry many of you that we have lost in the last few years it's been pretty rough right and it really got me to thinking you know if you what was the last email you sent to somebody and this is going to take a serious note for a minute but that's okay sometimes serious things are important you know but if if something happened to someone you know and care about and you were to open up your messenger What would your last interaction have been? What would that message read? What was the last thing you said? Makes you realize how important the things that you say are and when you say them. I was real lucky to have been able to say some goodbyes to some of the people that we've lost. We had a little notice. We knew the trip. We were on the trail. We were taken together. And we were there from beginning to end, right? You know, and then there's the ones where you don't have any warning. They're just poof. And you don't have the luxury of knowing what that last email is going to say. So my point in all this is to tell people what they mean to you. Stop and take a minute and tell someone how special they are to you or how they've touched you or what they've meant to you or how they've changed you, the impact their fingerprints have had on you. Yeah, think about those and say them now before there's a chance where you can't say them. Say, hey, I just want you to know in case the meteor hits the world tomorrow. I want you to know these things. Just put them away. Keep them tucked away. Put their yours. So I want you to know them. So, uh, Right? Um, Record them and send them in. We'll get them played on the air. So next, right? What are we doing? Where am I at? Reel it in. What comes next? I'm going to have to tell you what comes next. That's the important thing. What comes next is you guys. Now, if you would like to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965 six four six five nine five three nine six five if you'd like to call in. You can just listen or press one and it'll allow you to queue up and be able to brought on the air. So you can either listen in or, or read. Either one. We do take callers in the order that you call in, so listen for your telephone area code which seven three one you are most definitely in queue. Listen for your telephone area codes so you'll know that we're bringing you on. When I do bring you on, please, it's very, very, very important that you introduce yourself. Say, hi, this is me, Michael. Or this is me, Brothero. Or this is me, you. (laughs) Right? You want people to know who's reading, first of all, and you want to make sure your name is attached to your work. You are literally verbally publishing your words to the world. Make sure your name's attached to them. And then you can read, right now you can read, we are having some line issues, you can read two poems, regular, your normal-length poems, one long one, two normal, regular ones, um, whichever you prefer. If the lines get too busy, we are having line issues, that's fine. I'm I'm like talking and looking sideways and trying to read the thing and pretend like I'm talking smoothly and casually (laughs) as I'm reading these notices. Come on, it's not working. So anyway, um, yeah. (laughs) You can read two poems, all right? Make sure that when you are, I don't even know where I just was, Introduce yourself. You can read two poems. The lines, that's where it was. If the lines get too busy, um, you know, I'll let you know if we have to cut you back at just one poem. But right now, I, I don't see that being the case. Like I said, if you're getting that fast, busy signal, just keep trying. It'll let you call in. If you're online and you've made it on, don't hang up. <laughs> All right? So um, you might have a hard time getting back in, but we're just going to, we don't always do it. I, I said that, you know, 15 years later. You know, and and I'm sitting here looking at this, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do now? And we don't always do it pretty, but we always do it. We are not so pretentious or full of ourselves. You know, all of us have egos checked at the door. And when you get here, when you're in this community, you know, you're just, it's like a meeting of bards. It's like opening that box of... 284 crayons and all those beautiful colors inside that's what we are and how we inspire and each other you guys are just awesome okay so anyway (sighs) introduce yourself You want your name attached to your work. You can read two poems. Make sure that you give out your URL when you're done reading. Uh, You want to make sure that people know how to come find you and get to know you and your work better before you come back here and read again next week. And then please remember that we have a mature rating. I never know who's on the other end of that line, so you're bound to and probably will hear just about anything here, with the exception of Hardcore Erotica. No adult porn poems. No bumping body parts, no tab A and a slot B. Other than that, you guys are good to go. (laughs) All righty. So I am going to go ahead and give the first three callers so you kind of have a a heads up on how you are, you know, if you're coming up fairly soon. We have area code, as I said, uh, 731 first, followed by 219, and then 575. All right, those are our first three callers. Again, if you're having issues, get in the chat. Just keep refreshing if you're having issues. Getting on the line, just keep dialing. And let's go ahead. See, I'm stalling now because I'm waiting for for my, my board to unlock. Okay, there we go. Let's go ahead and bring our first caller on the air. We have area code 731. 731, you're on the air.
3: Hello, this is Michael Todd calling from West Tennessee. Hi.
0: Oh, thank goodness you're on the air. Hey, Michael, how are you, love? I sent you a couple to videos it. today.
3: I saw your videos. Uh, I didn't understand the thing they said. They weren't speaking it Well, one of them didn't speak English, but it had a nice sound to it.
0: Wasn't it beautiful? I spent. I it know, was lovely. You know how you go down rabbit holes? And you and I do this a lot because we we share some pretty obscure videos and find some pretty yeah. you know when we find that unique music that's that's our thing that's our a thing between us as part of our language with each other and enjoyed it. I, I love doing that with you. I mean that's amazing. Uh,
3: that's good. When you when you do stuff like that, you know all is right with the world. Of course, you know your opening of the show here you're a little kind of on a tight wire. Sometimes I worry about you, you know, but that's okay. Worry's not a Why? bad thing.
0: A tight wire? I'm on a tight wire?
3: Yeah, maybe a little bit. you're get a little emotional. <clears throat> let, me, let me explain it to you, okay? Okay. Worry. I worry about you from time to time. It's my way. I worry for your well-being, that you have a good day. I worry you will rationalize taking the best path, the path of least resistance, incurring no one's wrath. I worry you won't stumble and be compelled to fall. And if I had my druthers, you wouldn't fall at all. I worry no one takes advantage of your good nature, that you see through those that apply undue pressure. I worry that you realize images are not what they seem, that you play it close to the vest, not to the extreme. I worry when you leave, you will find your way back home, or you'll not be afraid to leave and lose your will to roam. I worry you come to grips when reality takes its toll, that you maintain the challenge, strive to meet your goal. I worry that you will lose that smile, always given free. But mostly I worry for you, that you might worry for me. End poem. Wow.
0: That was incredible, Michael. It was so beautiful. Well,
3: all right.
0: That one got me in the gut. In the Sweet. Heart. Like double punched. Bam, you. bam.
3: <laughs> You're happy now. That's good.
0: I am happy. I'm happy for every no, moment I get with you guys.
3: That's great. There's nothing wrong with reminiscing. Reminiscing's great. It's great. Um, <clears throat> here, this is about reminiscing. Walk in the Rain. The entryway was guarded loosely by the pine thicket that had been planted by my dad as a school project back when he was a youngster. I suppose it inappropriate to call it a thicket. As the trees were well over 50 feet tall back then when I took on the role of the youngster. The old wagon path was well-worn, but solid. Grass pretended to grow in the hardened ruts, but really it just grew over them. The path was so narrow, a fallen stray limb would make it impossible to trek, unless on foot. On summer days, when I was on vacation from the city, that was the path I would walk, early of the morning. The winding strip was only a quarter of a mile long, but then it seemed to go on forever, probably because I was never in any great hurry to get to the end. The old rusty gate that led to Floyd's pond. While the path was covered in thick underbrush and honeysuckle, the area that afforded the pond was fairly open, as the pond was surrounded by oak trees and one massive hickory tree. When the water in the pond would reach summertime temperatures, you could smell it as it turned over. Doubtful there were any fish in that pond, but snakes were always to be found patrolling its bank. As I recall, I only made this walk when the sun was shining. We had several buildings to play in around the old home place, as well as a big covered front porch. All things in due time, I suppose, but then I really cannot recall a summer day back then when the sun didn't shine. I went to walk that path again just today. Surprising, the pine trees stood their ground. They were now well over 100 feet tall. The wind was playing its game in the tops of the trees, providing a haunting melody, barely muted by falling rain. Yeah, wouldn't you know on the day I'd return I'd be greeted by a thunderstorm. I suppose I could sense from the outset this was going to be a short walk unless I made it a point to extend it. The only way to do that was to stop every so often. Not much to see in the way of landmarks, it's the old home place had come to fire and weather. The woods so thick with underbrush off to the right the cemetery was no longer in view, but I could still sense its eerie presence. Odd oh, that since it never seemed to bother me. Forty years ago, when I'd play along this pathway. Within minutes, I saw the old gate, off its post, laying on the ground. As the hinges had long given up the ghost, to rust, I don't know if I was surprised or disappointed to find the pond was no more, having dried up. Still, with the warm summer rain and a little bit of imagination, I could smell that soured water and maybe a hint of snakeskin. As the rain intensified, lightning struck one of the few remaining oak trees, jarring me up to my knees. I veered up the hill to what appeared to be a clearing, as the last place I wanted to be in a lightning strike is near an oak tree, nature's lightning rod. I came upon a weeping willow, standing proud, though its branches drooped and swayed, out of respect to the wind and the rain. I eased under it and waited out the abrupt storm for a few minutes. I have to admit, I was somewhat taken aback that I did not recall this tree. Maybe I never investigated this area, or possibly this tree was not there in the time I was trying to take myself back to. I sauntered back up the path, content with my effort, but far from satisfied with the results. I cannot say what I was looking to find when I came back here, but suffice it to say, it wasn't there for me. They say you can't go home again, but really that's not the case. However, in the event you do, consider taking an umbrella
0: peace you know that that peace resonates with me so much because I can feel I can hold my hand and turn over and look at and chew on and feel the weight of every single word you wrote in there, and anyone who's truly had one of those you can't go back again moments and realizes that it's 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 a pretty ominous place and if you know Still that ominous place, and you time. hear that poem, I know but you hear that poem, I I know right I know it's like and I'm gonna just real quick it's like when I went to you know I I had these incredibly feral memories of this place that I camped when I was younger. And I'm not going to get into it, but I went back and camped years and years later, and it was completely different. They tore up the road, uh, put in rest areas, destroyed it, did what it was. Anyway, that was it. So that was that was one of my moments, and that's why that poem meant something to me. And I'm going to stop talking because we have callers. Hi, Michael.
3: Okay. Well, you know it's what time it is. It's time for me to step aside and make rooms for the real poets. December Tell um,
0: everyone how to find you up. please. It's important.
3: Oh you can find you can find me, uh I'm on uh where the heck am I? <laughs> I forgot. Oh, I know where I'm at. I'm at Mike Todd blogspot com. That's right. M Y K E T O D D dblogspotcom blogspot com. I'm still rocking and rolling over there. It exists, it's real. I promise.
0: <laughs> Go check it out, you guys. Michael, thank you. I love you dearly. I love, love both you. too.
3: Okay. Y'all have a great show.
0: You, too. All right. Our next caller comes from area code... It may come from it may come from an area code. It may actually come from an area code, and it is 219. 219, you're on the air, I think.
4: Yeah, now, how you doing? This is Brother on the line. How you doing? Hi,
0: Brother. Oh, I'm awesome. How are you doing?
4: I'm doing good.
0: It is really good to have you here with us. What do you have for us tonight?
4: The poem called the epitome of resilience and perseverance. Resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties and demonstrate mental toughness. Resilience is also the ability to mentally emotionally cope with a crisis by using mental processes and behaviors and promoting personal assets and protecting ourselves from the potential negative effects of stressors. perseverance is persistent in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. In other words, we have to be persistent to tenacious by displaying all determination and resolve, of having both staying power and the patience of Job by remaining dedicated and diligent. The journey of life requires plenty of stamina and endurance. I stand focused and committed to living your natural, to your maximum potential despite the numerous difficulties that you may encounter. My dear brothers and sisters, George truly is the epitome of both resilience and perseverance. Having a congenital heart condition since birth, undergoing reopen heart surgery and doing numerous episodes of regular heartbeats and numerous hospitalizations and overcoming Having a stroke over two years ago, I saved me into the resilient brother everybody knows. His brother owns the American professor of poetry. And as a black man, these divided stakes of America has helped me to develop perseverance. Despite all the daily challenges that I face every day, I'm eternally grateful to be alive. You know, I'm not the dopest poet or proficient freestyler. I'm not as gifted and talented as a top tier of poets in this country. I don't have a lot of voice nor am I an exciting entertainer. And I'm definitely not your conventional poet either. While uh, some ports have either retired or fallen off the radar. I'm always going to remain be persistent because I refuse to allow my limitations to impede my progress. I refuse to allow my doubts and haters to stab me from my mission. I refuse to accept no for an answer. I refuse to be put in the box. I refuse to be typecast. I refuse to accept mediocrity and excuses. And I refuse to settle for anything less than greatness. My dear brothers and sisters, I've been through hell and high water in my 46 years of life. However, I truly believe that all of you have the natural ability to preserve, persevere through every challenge that you have facing in your life. Close out this poem on sharing one of my favorite scriptures, Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 11. I have observed something else on son. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wives sometimes go hungry and skillful and not necessarily work, and those who are educated don't, be, don't necessarily lead successful lives. It is all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. In other words, for the race is not given to the strongest swift, It is given to those who persevered while the challenges of life in porn.
0: That was amazing. You know, I love the, the, one, the line that... The line that I absolutely loved, you know, especially in this day and age where we are also desperately trying to discover ourselves, you know, I love the line in there that says, "I refuse to be typecast," you know, and I think that's like the absolute umbrella of what we all want collectively. Mm-hmm. I refuse to be typecast. That was a great line. And the dog is barking. Can you hear him? He is so fucking rude. God, yeah, I <laughs> can. <laughs> that that means Christopher got here with dinner. And yeah. and you know, he's kinda of spooky and scary in this karaomi thing, so you know, why shouldn't I bark at him, right? Yeah. So do you are you did you have another one you were gonna read, um, Brother O?
4: No, nah, that's the only one we're gonna do tonight.
0: Just the one you know you you do know, I, I remind you all the time that you can ring too, just just so you know and sometimes you'll read too but i I think you I think you really need to be reminded of that more often
4: <laughs> okay I do I'll do it once now
0: okay, all right, brother. oh, you have a absolutely great weekend coming up and appreciate you being here tonight thank you you're very welcome all right our next caller comes from area code 575. five seven five five seven five you dry are you there i'm here are you able to hear me i can hear you How are you, sweetheart?
5: I am fabulous. This is Jade Miss. Hello, my my darling. darling. Oh, thank you. It's always nice to be wanted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, what has been inspiring you? What have you brought? Well,
5: I know we're supposed to read, which I do, but I am a video file, if you will. I watch the news, um, conservative, liberal, and all things in between. And that's what's been moving me of late. And I actually have for the, I think, this may be the, only the second time I have two poems to regale you with, if I may. Mm-hmm, and they were please. written in really, real, real haste. The second I got out of the door from the workplace, I had to put them down. So,
6: I love I that. See,
0: th- people saying things like that make my toes curl; they really do. <laughs> Fabulous. So, um, with your permission. Oh, please, yes. The
5: first one I actually gave—I uh, actually gave titles to them. The first one is called "The Bye Baby." Oh, miss, oh, miss, I was passing by, saw the dried tears in your eyes. Oh, miss, oh, miss, did oh, miss, make you cry? For you had no cradle, they said you must rock, but you found that bow did not break. As authorities cut the cord, and down comes your mama's baby, as she whispers and cries, you're cradled in my arms. And there you have it. Um, if anyone's been living under a rock, that's because uh, Roe versus Wade, the, well, the abortion laws in our country may very well go back to the 1930s because of what's being uh, brought before the Supreme Court. Uh, the Old Miss, also known as the State of Mississippi, seems to want to tell us what we can do with our womb, and a few other states are just tagging along for the ride, so that sort of got my ire up. You know, Does what's, it what's really
0: funny is, you know, I always say that this show is a, a platform for the poets, not for me, right, and mm-hmm. so I don't usually get political, but it's really funny because... As you were saying that, the very first thing that popped into my head was, get over it, people, all animals eat their young. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, how horribly politically incorrect that is to say and how people would just like be sending me, oh, Nyla, you're such a bitch, emails if I actually said (laughs) something like that. So I'm really glad that I didn't, but you know, it just, it's it's just funny the way inspiration hits you.
5: It's true. Um, the <laughs> exercise you gave us, you know, where we have um, tear apart our prompts and everything, the different nuances and not. But I digress. I have the secondary poem, and then on to the next. Okay. And this one is called, this one is um,
7: sort of dark
5: as well. It's called, I'd Miss Me. Have you thought of suicide? No, I say, which is a lie. For suicide is a selfish thing, and so am I. Would I know, I, as suicide is, am a very selfish thing. Suicide, no, for I would miss me. I would miss the blast of cold, fresh autumn air coursing down into my lungs. I would miss the icy beverage quenching its parched throat. I would miss the bittersweet aroma of chocolate hot from an oven or cold as the ice cream melts upon my tongue. I would miss the look of those who have crossed me in this life as they worry Is she as scary as she seems? More than all this, I would miss me. Suicide is a selfish thing, but not as selfish as I. And there you have it.
0: I love that poem for a thousand million hundred different reasons, both for what it says, for what it doesn't say, for the perspectives it takes, all of it. But I have to give you 100 million super cool speakeasy kudo points for the way you threw in there. Is she really as scary as she seems? That was brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Very welcome. That was incredible, hun. Thank you so much. Um,
5: as always, uh, uh the Speakeasy Cafe has
0: exclusive rights to yours truly, Jade Smith.
5: And
0: don't a, don't say that I'll be making for- recordings off your calls now. <laughs>
5: You'll be selling selling my my poetry as ringtones.
0: No, no, I'll just I'll be like I'll just be pulling them off the shows and uploading them to the show's library so I can listen to you whenever I want.
2: Oh, wow. I'm very greedy
0: that way. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Well, as always, many, many
0: thanks for the forum and on to the next. Fantastic job, Jade. Appreciate you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Many thanks. All righty. We are going to try bringing on area code. I'm feeling blue. Blue for you. This is me singing the blues to Soldier Blue. Soldier Blue, eight three two.
8: No, not today.
0: Don't ever let me do that again. <laughs> ever. Maybe Ever may,
8: Maybe next maybe next week, but not today. Today <laughs> just <laughs> today's just, oh my today's goodness. just not, not not the right time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so i got how something. How are you, that, uh, my dear friend? Oh, I'm cool. I g I've uh, been doing writing and stuff and and uh reading you know, those the various uh pieces of incendiary literature that I've been collecting, so I'm good. But um I got one piece today it's it's, i don't even know if you'd really call it that but it just is a i don't know it's just it's it's a weird thing because it's not it's definitely not something that i usually use in terms of stylistics or or approach but for whatever reason it just seemed to work this uh for this particular uh thread of thought, I guess you could say, and uh, it's, um, well, it, I, I'm just going to, in and the title is going to belie what, it, what it's talking about in the main, too, but that's okay, it'll make itself self-evident real quick, Um the title's called Genocidal, and let me get my pointer pan out so I can actually turn the freaking pages. Hands get so dry in the <laughs> winter time. I ain't lying, man. My my fingers just are like like getting I can hardly grip anything. Sucks, you know what I'm saying? It? <laughs> it, yeah, it does.
2: Let me get got, my to, stick.
8: You know what I'm saying? I, I got uh I, I, I'm definitely in tune with that uh that song by uh John Mellon Cougar Camp. And he's talking about uh getting old there's a lot to go through. It's not a. is getting old. is not for cowards.
2: Yeah, and you exactly. need this body
8: much longer. Oh, I'm trying to tell you, it ain't, It's not. You know, if you think if you think getting old is easy, you're in for a shock. But anyway, I hope you have go. a
0: lot of shocks. I hope you get really, really, really. <laughs> <laughs>
8: well, they keep telling me I will, and I'm not too happy about that either. You know, I, I kind well, of well. I, I
0: mean, it's not all about you, Soldier Blue.
8: Yeah, I know. We
6: we decided to do them with see, you.
8: But see my 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 generation grew up with that that uh slogan die young and leave a good looking corpse. So <laughs> you know, I just kinda like, well, you know, we kind of gotten beyond that shit right off, off right off the bat, so you know, damn the torpedoes I guess. Um anyway, let me get on with this thing here. Um I will say this, though, because, it, it, you know, I mean, it, not that that won't be apparent either, but it's basically going to be two voices. It's called Genocidal. Let's give thanks. Thanks for what? All the fixings, all the trimmings, the side dishes and desserts, gravy boats and cranberry sauce. It is that one time of year when everyone sits down to a good meal, smiles and friendship and, well, wait, wait, hold on now, who makes this meal, who pays for this meal, where does it come from, well, it's the meal, the feast you can afford, your family has to go to the store to get all that you need, but who pays for this meal, what is it really worth, is it real is it a debt to be paid, a sacrifice, a blood ending? What? Put that down. Smooth out that wrinkle in that tablecloth. Let the slaves, servants, uh, indentured hired help take care of that. So, it's like a cornucopia, yeah? The bottleneck squeezed so that everything spills out. Well,. It's the horn of plenty, the bounty of all we desire. Wait a minute. Whose horn? Where does it come from? Where do you come from? Stop playing with that. Oh, now look. You've torn the tablecloth. Now the bones are showing through. Servants, indentured hired help.
2: We can't say that other word anymore.
8: Take care of that, will you? I'm a father. I'm a son. I'm all the things that you've left undone. Word? What word? What word we can't say anymore? Slave? Slave state? State of slavery? Brown people indebted to white people? Native people regardless of color put to the flame, to the blade, the bullet? Hey, what kind of Bullshit, no-hit, propagandized type holiday, prejudicial genocidal feast day. Are we pushed to celebrate here anyway? Oh, now you've done it. Cat out of the bag. Cart before the horse. Maggots in the sunshine. Well, now I guess you'll all have to die. What a mess to clean up. All that colored paper and dyed chicken feathers gone to waste.
4: Fire it up. Fire it up.
8: Just another part of the disease. Peace on earth if you please, even if you don't please. Yes, such a gathering, such a time to celebrate. Happy Turkey Day. Same time next year. The wolves are howling.
0: You know, there are many holidays that are celebrated, that are celebrated for very antiquated reasons, right? And I was thinking about that the other day you know, my different views on Thanksgiving. And, you know, part of me thinks about Thanksgiving as the way the very first people who, you know, the very first contact, you know, actually greeted each other, actually did work together until the politics got involved and things were found and and done by... The not common man, you know, when politicians and everybody came over and totally, totally bastardized it, you know, the re. So, the the I tried to justify it that way, you know. Okay, when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about it pre assholes.
2: <laughs> and
0: then it's like you know that didn't even feel right because that was too hard to explain, you know, or too Pollyanna of an idea. You know, the people just rolled their eyes. And so I just decided, you know, what did it mean to me growing up? I never celebrated it because of the pilgrims. I didn't care about the pilgrims. They were so long ago. I don't even, you know, I'm sure I had a pilgrim somewhere, but, you know, I'm sure I had, you know, the native. I know I have the native in me somewhere, you know. So... I, didn't, I don't celebrate that day for those reasons. What it meant to me growing up was a day of family gathering and feasting together, and so that's I just look at it that way now. I didn't, I didn't want to give up my day of cooking with my loved ones and my family, so now I just call it Day of Feasting, and it's much more you know that that pagan in nature, you know. Feeling, I guess
8: well, every day of the, I don't know. the way that I the way I, I explain it is is on, a, on another twofold there's the one there's the, or I should say there's a lie that they tell you in school because the, to be to be quite frank the the the, the, the uh, feast day that they that they try to talk to you about and where the little pilgrims got together with the native people and everybody shared it never happened okay it never mm-hmm. happened. Now, we, as Native people, always had celebrations of of fall harvest and so forth. And there were times when, for specific reasons, i.e., you know, contractual agreements or trying to be peaceable, that, you know, the feast days were held, you know, throughout the year. Uh, I mean, in, you know, in accordance to those specific events. But as far as as far as the the official Thanksgiving, and I mean official by official I mean paperwork, medals, uh, land grants, uh, all of that kind of thing handed out to the various people who were involved. That was happening in Mystic, Connecticut, uh, which became known as the Mystic Connecticut Massacre. And it was the Pequot people back in the the winter of 1637. And it was up until the 1990s. You hear me saying 1990s, not 1890s. 1990s, it was against the law to speak of the Pequot people in Connecticut. Now, how well that law was enforced or if it was enforced at all, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. But I do know it was a law in the books. And so there were over 700 people who literally got slaughtered and the the blood was so thick on the ground that it put out the flames that they were trying to use to set the village on fire with. And literally it was a Thanksgiving feast of the fact that they took the food that was going to feed the native people for the winter and they used it for themselves obviously to get themselves through the winter. Now, you know, obviously there's a whole bunch of other stuff, you know, that's gone on and so forth and so on and and various events uh, that surrounded a lot of what happened at that point. That was basically a crisis point. That was not a singular event. I'll make that very clear also. Um, But, you know, if you want to know, so again, you know, you have a myth on one side that they try to teach you in school. But if you want to celebrate, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, sure, why not? Celebrate it on a family level. Thankful for the people in your family. Thankful for people coming back to help, Thankful for people getting a new job. Thankful for people getting a raise, etc. And you know, and all of those things that make your family the circle that it is. Fine, I got absolutely no problem with that. You want to talk about the little pilgrims? We're going to have a long ass conversation. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought so we just I, did. I can,
8: well, I'm just saying we, we can we can have all kinds <laughs> of conversations about that though. That I say we're not even scratching the surface on that. So, but yeah, that's actually that's just a thumbnail sketch of you know some of the events that surround the official paperwork and all. You know, like I say, included Thanksgiving.
0: You know, I always I, I say all the time that you know every interaction we have with somebody in life leaves fingerprints you know, and your poetry leaves fingerprints that are just a little bit deeper and show a little bit of nail. Well, maybe a little bit more than a little, but,
2: yeah. <laughs>
7: Amazing, Soldier Blue.
8: Thank you, man. Always a pleasure.
0: So what are you going to do now?
8: Oh, what, you want me to read another one?
0: You can you can read too. Just make this one not so long. Uh, okay. Time.
8: Okay. Well, this.
0: You're gonna to have to start okay. writing haikus. I know. Uh, then
8: you can that, do that, your long no, poem that, and then a haiku. That's that's that, that's like sucking in a breath and not letting it go to, to me. <laughs> I, I don't get I don't get very far.
0: Yeah. You know, sometimes <laughs> a, a, a little slap or a pinch here or there is a good thing. You know. You don't have to follow through. That, that little piece yeah.
8: Of yeah, you know. All right, well. Uh, okay. Uh, feral creatures lost and found, unbroken by the tempest. The storm holds check and balance, nothing is for certain. Knife-bright stars make poor utensils, tools for trade. Migage. Pinions splash a wind buffet from above Shave-shaped embers, a story deep night Socket wings, lateral dreams Haunt the softened stones Bleeding prints to be left and found Where the feral creatures roam The strewn passages of night skies Clear and bright Deep green smells, scents full of youth. Everything falling a long time ago. Now drawn faces, wrong names. What do you want to call your conquest by? Street name or given. Spun glass looks like candy webs. Careful, lest you get cut. Native education, bloodline eyes. There, beyond the burnt orange sunset, you can just see the Holocaust horizon. There is a ripe reason for flesh to be buried. Solstice connects save you, so let us join hands and say what is left of red earth, stars with a knife, bright edge to polish, newly mastered, we can cut through the hours on we can have gone too many times to the streams of creation, dreams streaming from our skin, Kinkha. We shall remain unbled of this sacrifice, as we have learned too well how to sidestep the blade scythe constellations of our well-remembered, first-made earth, forested thickets of sweet drawn air, cool shades of the trees, remind us of our dreams.
0: Please. Wow. So I go. think that might be right up there with one of my favorite you've ever read.
8: <laughs> well, that was only half of it, but you said short, so I didn't. I didn't read the rest.
0: <laughs> well, message me the whole thing.
8: <laughs> okay, I will. I can do that.
0: Cross your heart, promise, picky swear. I
8: hey, I, I, you know I do.
0: And, and then just, you can you, you can that can be one you, the second half you can start out with next week too.
8: Sure, we can do that. I
0: it's love it when, when some people plan their life like that, and they're so agreeable. <laughs>
8: <laughs> it's, it's just when you put those two words together that say home and work that just you know that kind of just puts everything out the
9: window
0: at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've learned way I've learned my work around. <laughs>
8: All right, Miss Nyla. I appreciate the platform, as always, and the means or the the point of being able to use our forms of creativity and self-expression. And the only thing I would add uh, at the last uh, thought before my URLs is, you know, when I was talking about peace on earth and uh, the, the first piece, I'll go back to what one of my elders was saying, it's not peace on earth. It's peace with earth. We have become the disease of our world and that is not a good thing. Sooner or later, she will administer the cure. So rather than peace on it, how about peace with it? You can find me on Facebook at Rafe Wild Facebook. And then in parentheses, it'll say Soldier Blue. As well, you can uh, catch up on uh, some of the Things that I've been writing uh, in using uh, m- music media to move some of it along on my podcast, which is a free podcast at this point, and it's called Red Earth One, and that's what I'm doing.
0: Absolutely phenomenal, my friend. Thank you, and we will. Talk to you next week and what are you gonna do this week? But I forgot what 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 oh, you say you'd do? I
8: put it put it put it in your mail I'll put it in your mailbox. Oh god, I love it when they
0: listen to you.
8: I'll put it in your mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: awesome, sweetheart. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sure. <laughs> bye bye, soldier blue blue.
8: Yes, ma'am.
0: All right. Our next caller comes from 3 2, three. Three, two three, you're on the
10: air. This is Cyncer from Los Angeles, California. How are you doing?
0: Hey, Ed. How are you, sweetheart?
10: I'm excellent.
0: It's really good to hear from you. Did you have a good holiday?
10: Yes, I, I took the uh, cue from you. I, I took the good from it just celebrated with family. But more more important, I have to celebrate myself, you know, just to be thankful for what I have. And and um, I got depressed because my mom was out here and I lost my brother like eight months ago. So just, just being thankful for where I'm at right now. So it was good.
0: Well, we're thankful for where you are right now too. Well, thank Which you. Which is right here with us.
10: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: What do you have for us tonight,
10: sweetheart? It's called Do We. Do we just think about sex, or do we just think about how much we don't have to fit into this ticket for a life dance? Whatever you think, rethink it. That, again, because it's not panning out for the whole community for calling Thesbians best-ending I should not have to be bullied for not having what the socialism Socialist dictatorship dictates any that's supposed to be an influencer, suck my left side of the sunset. Get the funk out of here trying to find out if I belong to to be accepted in this penthouse rising. There's a gap as big as a small size penis that's standard in a breaking bag kingdom of seven strikes. So please let us have your honest opinion about the width of a subway bread inches you perfectly would digest if you miss class Take a tape ruler, stretch out six cards to 12 pounds You would then be best served yourself a worthy portion to accommodate your broth channels in their craving for a foot yard. Now that's a publicity ad for your social media heads that reckoning havoc on all those individual six trees, you have the secrets out of cat bags of fans weight. Is that another ad? No one can think. No more, even if you're a high schooler in the 14th grade. Come on, all pussycat, kitties are the same pattern. Order of your new fetus, come and see at brunch for a trip around having a devil's day with your extra. Do we think about sex or do we just think about how much we don't fit in and just pick it for a life dance, That's at peace?
0: That was phenomenal.
10: Well, thank you. You
0: so well, thank you. I can see you <laughs> twisting your toe in the dirt. Oh, shucks. Oh, Oh, it's so sweet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Edward, do you have a are you gonna read another one Mrs. us tonight? Are you gonna
10: do two? At, absolutely. This is was inspired by my daughter. So, can I get some help? Yes. Can I get some help? I am dying and hurting since everyone's entitled forever and not asking. Can I get some help if I had a choice to be in this family we call blood? I didn't ask to be brought forth in this world. When did I have a choice to decide whether this devil storm we call living? No one asked me before creation started between mother and father who gave me life. Through the love of this heaven avenger's I. Do you want to ask me just venting since everything about me from love Lovejoy's point of view when another man steps in to father me? Or, may I read that wrong, soon after being in the middle of her mistake, my mother's is coming to pass from not protecting me as she should have. Is this a normal human being role, form, above, to have your own child or children to suffer like this? This supposed to make me any better because I could have done bad by my own free will. So fuck off. Those who have no business, no vision to break or curse off the ball stack of the Antichrist, sworn brothers, mothers next to kin. Can I get some help? My family has tried to kill me, and battling depression through sex work and cocaine slowing dying from the hands that raised me to hate me. Since they said life is hard, and while cursing God for this film. I forgive my biological father, even though he had a hand in this, pre-dawn after my grandma's death and my own father's homeless, battling his own deeds, and at least he finished his child support doing it. Never, the painting was deeper than all seven heavens under the seven seasons. Seven seas of doubt lead and led to death by words for a while. Never thought we would have come back to talking as daughter and father. What a beautiful piece of this world has become, and still forming from life, power, and pain. No need to sorrow for anything old. times of self-love and demand repair by respecting me first in my depth. Can I get some help? That's peace.
0: That was powerful. You know, it's it's really funny when when you first said, I asked if you were going to do another one, and you said, and then you said, this is one I I wrote for my daughter, right? And the very next nice thing you said is, can I get some help? some help? And I said, yes. And I'm thinking, He's going to grab his daughter, and they're going to do a poem together. (laughs) I didn't realize you were saying the name of the poem. It was funny. Uh, I thought, oh, he's going to do a poem with his daughter. So that's your new homework.
10: Oh, yeah. You know what? Um, I read that to her, and she's like, oh, yeah, thanks. I said, this was inspired by you. And she had brought that up um, based on what she's going through in her life. And she said, Dad, I never asked to come. What happened to my free will? And that hit me so hard like and I, I didn't know how to respond to it.
0: Will you give her some homework for me? What's that? Tell her that I would like her to write a reply to that poem to you. And then I'd like her to come here and read it. And you guys read your part first and then have her read her part.
10: Okay. Senator, uh, um, can you respond? So write,
0: write her reply to 10. your poem to her.
10: To you. 10 to 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here she says. Her.
0: See, no one's safe. I could give you guys' as granny some homework if I wanted. I'm powerful.
10: <laughs> right. Right, right, right. Tell your I daughter to go that. write a poem, damn it. <laughs> right. Just
0: tell me how you feel. Tell me how you really feel. And I think feel, you guys okay? are just going to listen to me automatically. I, mean, I think you're actually going to do what I tell you. Go do this. And you guys do. No.
10: You know what, In my brain, just, I think you do. It's just so awesome that um, the fact to be heard and uh, to have some positive criticism and where you come, and how you brought that up was to have her exercise herself, her own way of writing out. So, no, that that's awesome. I never thought about that. Thank you.
0: Yeah, her voice, her reply to you.
10: Yeah, I would love yeah. to read that. Yeah, more than.
0: And then, and then you guys will call and read them together, right?
10: Uh, absolutely, I will give her the number so she could call. Absolutely, if she has oh, time. Gosh.
0: See, again, these are the moments on this show. This is why I've been doing this for 15 years. It's these moments that cause my toes to curl that makes everything in the world worthwhile, just so you I know. Appreciate it.
10: Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you 15 years being on there and giving us the platform to express our uh, our penmanship.
0: <laughs> I appreciate you guys being here. It would be pretty boring just sitting here with no no one to talk to. <laughs> you guys yes. are the show.
10: I appreciate it.
0: All right. Thanks, son. And you'll be here next week? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you then.
10: All right. You have a great evening.
0: You too. All right. Our next caller is going to come from area code 307, I do want to let area code 765 know that you are not in the lineup. If you do want to come on and talk to us tonight, 765, go ahead and press 1. If you're here just listening, welcome to the show. If you change your mind at any time, you can press 1 and that will let me know. It's okay to unmute your mic, otherwise just hang out, have fun. All right, 307, let's Get you on the air if this will unmute. Three o seven. Are you with Hi, me? Hi, Miss
7: Nyla. Hello, Miss Nyla. This is Mary. Hey, Soft. Mary. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I hear been listening. Sounds like you're having a lot of really good writers on here and and just enjoying yourself this evening.
0: It's it's been a fun night. It has been a fun night.
7: Yeah,
5: I so what's going like what's emotional. going on in your world?
0: What's, what's been inspiring you? What's crazy and happening?
7: Well, um, I just want to say that your story touched me. I uh I lost somebody on uh early Thanksgiving morning. So I I understand what you're going through right now. It's just but well, my situation's kind of it's just, it's just interesting. It's just different, but um, yeah, it's just not a very good thing to happen on a... Yeah, no, as the, creative uh,
0: people can't have ordinary things, can we? The things we go I through are. And she was wild, a creative person. Chaotic.
7: Yeah. Go ahead. Well, then, anyway. Sorry. Oh no. No, no, no. No, no. It's fine.
0: I hey, I'm calling to <laughs> talk to you. The man? <laughs> uh, so what have you been writing?
7: Well, um, I just have this one piece here I'd like to share and just kind of uh Well, I just want to see how it I just want to see how it flies. Um, okay. I I wrote it and sent it to a friend. His name is Mark, um, DeRosier. I hope I said it correctly, and uh, he helped me strengthen my voice in this one, and uh, I just felt like maybe it needed a little attention. So okay, look naive, but be smart as wit, just not too smart. We don't need any lips. Sit up prim and proper, be a lady, be a novelty. Be art. Be whatever version you feel you should be. The wisdom you've gained. The privilege of being alive this far. And if we want to follow standards, standards are nothing but equations, Equate yourself with the wanderer and you will bear the truth of this planet. Carry it. Swollen with it to the grave, where will it be kept? Where will it go? It's like fucking in the rain or weeping in the snow. And learn to accept that. Accept that there is an end. And yes, that's showing up on the body. And yes, we have said, I'll never be that. Some people face it courageously. Some people face it tearfully, and some face it with apathy. We don't fear aging. We fear death. We don't fear disease. We fear death. We don't fear the years passing. We fear death. Say it to yourself. I fear death. I fear death. I fear death
0: and peace. That just blew my mind. That was so flipping powerful. Thank you. You know, there was so many, I mean, just the part where you're talking about, what was that, you don't fear, um, what was what was that, you had a couple right there in the, at the end of the row, I don't fear
7: aging, we fear death, but I
0: fear death, um,
7: you don't the fear other me. one was,
0: yeah.
2: yeah, you
0: know, it makes you think about, you know, how we really are that way you know we'll we'll mm-hmm. run around and do all kinds because we think we're invincible, you know i'm I'm not mm-hmm. gonna fear going out and licking the doorknob. you know, I don't fear the disease, it's not gonna be me, but i I fear dying, you know yeah I mean there were so many different points throughout the entire piece that were profound to me like that, just awesome, incredible.
7: Well, thank you for sharing what it was for you. Thank you for sharing your insight, Nyla. I really, really appreciate them.
0: Let me ask you this. You talked about having him help you. Um, what did you say? Uh, help you with the voice? Yes. Oh, yeah, strengthen my voice. Yeah, the strength of your voice. Um And you brought up a really good point because it's something that most of us fear more than anything. So you sent this piece, you wrote it, you sent it over to your friend and said, hey, can you take a look at this and, you know, give me a poke or something like that, you know, tell me what you think, whatever. You know, you're basically handing them and asking them to, to, you know, and hopefully they sincerely do it, you know, they don't, you know, they Mm -hmm. actually or doing what you're wanting them to do, but to have someone look at or edit or suggest or change something we've written, you know, especially, you know, having someone, basically it's being edited, you know, an idea being influenced by, and and people just freak out about that. So why did you do that? How is it, you know, explain real quick, real fast if you could, since you aren't going to read two poems tonight, or are you?
7: oh uh no i I'm okay. actually intrigued by your question
0: <laughs> You said you had you had you wanted to read so i i took i took that literally <laughs> oh, yeah. but you know um, could you explain that for me
7: well hopefully I'm understanding the question correctly um you know mark is an author himself he's a writer himself and he I love his writing, and he's got a very strong voice himself. And I, and I think it's kind of like um, I would equate it to uh, playing an instrument or, or singing to, to, to anything else and say, hey, how could, you know, what do you think of that? And then have that actual person say, I like that or I don't like that or, eh, you know, maybe if you worked this part this way. In an honest way, rather than um, being so sensitive, it, it, it can be scary. Some people, I mean, it's not always easy to find somebody to do that. But if you're willing to be a writer, you you really got to, you know, be willing to open yourself up to criticism and to editing. And it, it should start somewhere. And why not within the um, safety of a friendship? Especially it was so funny.
0: You said that I have to tell you this. I have to. You're explaining that, mm-hmm. and so and you're talking about the, you know that that trust and and all that, and and, and instantly I'm starting to and there's you know there's gonna it's gonna hurt you know and mm-hmm. instantly my brain went to like it's like the the makita sod of poetry there you know w- what's sex without pain. You know, or pain without. Survival. I don't remember what that quote was of his, but it just it instantly it made me think about that. Where and it's like, God, that's so true. You know, basically, <laughs> you, you know, you're handing yeah. your your poem over to somebody, and they have the right to just, you know, and and sometimes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was fun. It just it was awesome. Thank you for that little trip.
7: Oh, well, you're welcome, and I <laughs> I really appreciate your question and and. I hope
0: I answered it really well.
7: (laughs) But, yeah, he's, like I said, if you uh, look up Mark DeRosier, that's D-E-R-O-S-I-E-R. And I I apologize if you don't have a title of any of his works offhand, but really do look him up. He is is also himself a very good writer and very, very good with the cut, you know. um, know, I I edited too, so I understand the process and... Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to chisel off a little extra, and sometimes you have to destroy a part that you hate, that you love, and uh, to make it even better, a stronger piece. So,
0: hmm. Well, you I'm brought up a really good point case. too. Is is finding someone you trust to do that?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, oh yeah. I, One of the things I hear all the time is people said, and people say that I don't want to have someone edit my work because then it's not mine anymore. And what oh, most no. people don't realize is that when you have someone help you look at something, you know, they're not, and this is something that I have found, because I have a lot of people look at things, <laughs> um, but they they don't edit it. They they don't suggest in your, you know, you're trusting somebody to look at it that knows you. Yes. And we're not perfect. Sometimes we hiccup in our head. You know, and so they're gonna. If it's somebody that knows you and that you trust, they're gonna look at that and not think, "How would I change this?" But what is she really trying to say? And it's like you know, you, yeah. you sound like. And they're gonna be, they're gonna be answering it in your voice because they know you. That's where the trust comes in. You know, so preservation it, it, of
9: voice.
0: Yeah, so they're they're helping you think and unravel your voice, not injecting theirs. You know, so yeah. it is most definitely still your piece.
7: That is definitely uh, a skill. Like I said, I, I used to edit, and that's that's exactly what it is. Is you you have to read them and understand what their voice is, and then work within that. Like kind of helping someone, like I was saying, write a song. You don't want to change a song. You know, if it comes to you in a blues song and change it to a reggae song, it can be be as a blues song. You should work within the fact that it's in that person's voice, not yours. So that, mm-hmm. it depends. Depends on how wide open. Some people are like, "Heck yeah, let's try it, reggae." So, yeah. Sometimes the voice is is difficult to work with, and other times it. Yeah, you just have to trust that they can understand your voice, like you said, because you said just just mm-hmm. great. <laughs> you yourself being one hell of a writer.
0: Hey, thank you. Thank you. So well, I'm gonna take away. I was just gonna say it's really, really good to hear from you. I absolutely love it when you have time to call in and share. And I'm saying this to hide the fact that I'm shaking my frozen McDonald's Coke right now. Oh, I can take a drink. You're not hiding it very <laughs> I'm, well. I'm, I'm stalling. Can you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> you know how they start to melt and you get just like this nasty pop at the bottom. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. So I'm just so excited like having you on with me. I've, we've missed you, and I'm really glad you're here, and that was absolutely phenomenal.
2: Aw.
7: Thank you, Nyla.
0: You're welcome. Tell everyone how they can come over and spend some time with you get to know you better.
7: They uh, <laughs> <you> really can't. <laughs> you can look up, like, uh, Mouthy Mule on Facebook or um, Just Mary Goff, which is uh, with two Fs, Frank Frank. So... Other than that, yeah.
0: All right, you guys, go look her up. If she's not on your friends list, check her out. Mary, thank you for being here, and I hope you can come back next week.
7: Me too. Thank you, Nella.
0: You're welcome, my love. Really good to hear from you, honey. (laughs) Bye-bye. Really good to be here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys, our next caller comes from area code... I am having such problems with my boy here. I'm sure glad that you guys love hanging out with all this. All right, our next caller comes from... Oh, it looks like Rebel. Uh, 419. 419, you're on the air.
11: Hi, Nyla. It's Rebel Jones.
0: Hey, sweetie. How are you doing?
11: Good. It's been a long time.
0: It has. It has. What have you been up to? What have you been writing?
11: Um... I've been writing when I can, but I've also fallen off the inspiration wagon, but I've gotten back on it as of late. So I've actually been most inspired about my own um, self-journey, I guess, of learning self. So, you know, when you go within and start learning what you're made of and stuff, that's, that's where I've been writing. That's the place I've been writing from lately.
0: That is awesome It's like I say You know you Reach beyond your surface And find the step down deep
11: Yeah Yeah mm-hmm. So I guess the first piece Would be called Apologies God And I actually just I wrote half of it um, This morning And I wrote the other half In queue So This is brand new This is brand new ink <clears throat> Sorry God Lately, I've been quiet, but it's because I seem to get lost along the way when there's forks in the path, too many options. It gets tricky at times, and those times, these conversations that we have get lost amongst other corrupted thoughts that feed into fake desires that I get stuck obsessing about, things that are not even interesting or exciting, not even worth writing about. But I understand, in a sense, how it happens when you try to have one foot in the light and one foot in the dark trying to juggle both equally is a hell of a balancing act. For years, it has been a challenge all in the name of knowledge of self, because the wisdom you have given me is that you can't change what's wrong with the world without changing the corrupted files and self. And a true marriage to you is a marriage of self, truly, a sickness and health, truly for better or worse, though whether humans can truly give me what you and I should have. So... This is my apology letter to you, God, because the more I grow on a daily basis, I begin to realize you are us and we are you, God. So when I hurt myself, I am hurting you, God. Sometimes I wish you would just take the reins of my life when I just seem to get so confused, God, when I think I should just quit and give up. I need to reach deeper into the power of you, God. It's like we have just seemed to have forgotten that we are more than just skin suits, but a uh, housing for something spiritual that's existed for thousands and thousands upon thousands of years. There's a power on reaching. There's a power in reaching for that. Power to survive in an age where thinking this way is a threat because once you start openly thinking outside of the box, you can no longer be molded and led by the laws of other men. And that's that piece.
0: That was that was a bomb. That, that was absolutely incredible.
11: Thank you. And then I got another piece. I actually just posted this to YouTube as a spoken word piece earlier.
0: And I don't have the recording. No, wait, 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 wait. I don't have the recording of it yet to play on the show? Nah. Rebel, huh, huh?
11: I don't know how this works. I just, you know, I record these joints on my phone and then I just share them over to my um, YouTube channel. I don't know how to do nothing else from that. Do but you even they are have, my Facebook do you have? Do you still have a PC? On Facebook. Do you have
0: a home computer, a real computer?
11: Nah, like a desktop? I just do. I do everything on my phone.
0: I know that's what scares me. It I've, just written, terrifies I've
11: literally me. I've I've written five books on my phone. It's, just, it's I don't even I mean, I I know how to use it. I still
0: have phone my phone. old my old PC on my desk that I use. You know, maybe that's my version of the Sound <laughs> Spade typewriter for this era, right? Right. But I'm well, also you know, a photographer. I, I, I still in write, fact, write in the I
11: notebook. Mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I still write in the notebook, but everything from the notebook ends up going right to the phone. As it
0: I, I yeah, I don't get it. I mean, even as a photographer, nobody take nobody carries around a camera with them anymore. Everything's smartphone pictures. And this, 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 you know, new, you know, three thousand dollar phone. You can talk to <laughs> aliens and take great pictures, and <laughs> and you know, so you know, me being an old school photographer, like an old school, you know, writer, yeah, you know, right. It, it, I just, it's like. You know, how can you get a picture like that on a cell phone? You know, it's hard to get a picture like well, that on.
11: And, you know, that, that's the thing is I still have to go old school before I can touch up the technology because it all still has to be written down at my sitting desk in my notepad with my pen mm-hmm. before it ever even sees technology, you know what I mean? So... I, I got a foot in. I got a foot in both doors. I'm just not very good at the latter.
0: <laughs> See, you're you're probably right there on that that cusp. You know how to do it, and you're doing it. But it's just, to me, it's to me, it's crazy.
11: <laughs> I have one more piece called polished stone hidden gems. and shattered images puzzled back together, and memory polished once one's perception of things begins to alter. No need to stay ignorant, strive harder to move forward, educate yourself on self and getting to know who you really are. What you're reading right here or hearing is an odd of words worthy of reading or hearing all damn day as I'm for damn certain someone amongst you right now is feeling uncomfortably personal about this a piece that I have just written, and you feeling that I wrote this piece specifically for you. Is it me talking to you that you're hearing? Well, it could be true in a non-directional fashion. And, as, and well, it's a good thing because that actually means yours and my consciousness is just actually linked for something incredible and much too deep for us to do as just external vocal human beings. We have just connected on a level most never experienced or reached now. As the stars align with our now singular mind, let us travel, let's go deep. As the stone falls from the pillars of the kingdom of the old gods, forgot about as we beings moved on to current currency, deities, and pharmaceutical euphoria. Addicted to the witchcraft embedded in our technology and soon to become infused in our actual biology. Welcome to the brave new world where the mind no longer exists as an active ingredient necessary for living. Look into this here light as we erase your memorable history And any known intelligence from that mainframe As we fry the circuit boards of each organic brain Turning humans to robots, but that's just what I think Let me explain to you what and how it reads to me In the center of this newborn, newly blown smoke ring There's always a message in these things Not the fear monger, but it's looking bleak It ain't looking good for none of us little people Where the future is heading, freedom no longer rings you see, my ideas and thoughts are not pre-planned or pre-thought, but they are plucked from the midair and then repeated over and over and images to me mentally until I get them put down in printed text or inscriptions to me. And just when I thought I was done, you know, finished, another profound thought came floating in my mind's door and took a seat for a little self-reflection on the purpose of life. And this reflection that represents and presents itself to us in this world is the biggest delusion that we ignorant humans believe in. Keeping us thinking finances, religion, politics, and staying vaccinated is what's important to continue breathing. What would happen if you left your mundane careers and tax-paying lives to live amongst the wild again? To find your polished stones and natural purpose and then started planting them life seeds again? That's that piece.
0: You know, that, while you were reading that, I was absolutely seeing that being played out as almost like a 90s-style rap video. <laughs> it ha- absolutely 100% has that quality, you know, where they do the down low, you know, you know from down low shooting up and he's walking down the street and, and all these things are flashing in the background as he's walking and, and literally that has to be made. You have to figure out a way to make that video.
2: You have to do that. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about old school and,
0: and new school. To have somebody go find you know a little video camera, you know, and shoot it old school.
11: You come on out to Michigan and help me on that project, Nyla. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you know. You know the nineties,
11: Nineties hip hop. That's my era. That I I I love that stuff.
0: Late maybe maybe that's the influence I'm hearing in
11: that. Era Wu Tang and and all of them. I and man I love all of them. Eric Ben Rock Kim uh, Red Man Death Jam all them. So man I love the nineties.
0: <laughs> I like the nineties when the nineties came in because they didn't have as you have to use as much hairspray. <laughs> That was the freedom the nineties gave me, right? <laughs> <laughs>
11: oh, listen! Before I go, I was reading an article um, about um, different different styles to try out for writing, and mm-hmm. I read one, and you popped into my head immediately as I was reading it. And I'm not sure why. Maybe it's the little things that you do at the end of your shows, the little the little props you give out, but something I found fascinating. Was writing with tarot cards What? So if you're a character writer If you write characters for stories or whatever You let three You pick three random cards out of a tarot deck And you let the meaning of those cards Build your character
0: Oh that's an awesome idea See I love random stuff like that I have to try it now
11: Yeah I thought of you As soon as I read it I was like this sounds like something Nyla would introduce on her show. (laughs) <laughs>
0: now sit down and write three examples, at least six. Strive for twenty. <laughs>
11: I've I've actually started a project using this format that I read. I read this on WhatPad, by the way. Um but I started this and I've actually started a graphic comic book story that I've that I've created like four four um random characters that run into superpowers During traumatic memories and stuff it It's crazy,
0: so imagine this a video of this being done in old school flip animation
11: yeah you know where where yes. it is
0: your pen and ink guy, but it's showing it you know how you flip the paper and the bird flies
11: uh-huh
0: that that to that that real fill of the yeah, imagine if it played out in. Yeah,
11: that's, that's kind that of what, what I was thinking, you're right
0: <laughs> You know, they say youth is wasted on the young Sometimes I get really uh, pissed off that I can't go talk some sense into me, you know
11: <laughs>
5: All these things, we, all
0: these things I want to do not
11: if we, You know what, though, it's not, though, if we can find a way to uh, it not be a waste on our young we share what we know in a way that's interesting to them. Then it's not a waste anymore because that's how we're changing the world. We're, the things we, the shit we didn't listen to when we were younger, that we try to teach our young, we just got to make it interesting to them so they can put our views into changing the future. You know?
0: Wow. Make it interesting to them.
11: That's what I. Try Maybe that's to do that's why we didn't listen
0: because what you know. Who is interested in what their parents have to say? It's not interesting.
11: Nothing, but now I want you write, stuck homework, in to house That's your with homework. That's your homework. I want you to
0: write a poem about that.
11: Now everybody's stuck in the house with their parents, so they ain't got no choice but to be there and listen. So you might as well make it enjoyable and interesting for them, you know?
0: I want you to write a poem about that. We didn't listen to our parents because what they said wasn't interesting. How do you change? I want you to do that. I want you specifically. Um,
11: I'll do my best. Your but parents' you know, I'm a rebel, so, so Oh, I, I'm I know.
0: A rebel. It's is that that you bad know. boy side of you, you know. That.
11: Yeah, you know. Your tofu
0: you rolled up homework, in the, but I might in the not arm of Your t-shirt there. And <laughs> <laughs> nah, All
2: right, that's my that's darling.
0: Tell no I can not promise
11: you. you next week. I can't promise you next week because my busy, crazy life doesn't allow me to, this opportunity all the time.
0: You're allowed to live your life. We'll be here when you get back. It's okay.
11: I'm not your mama.
0: You do what you want.
11: Yeah, right. <laughs> Just get here as often uh, as you can. You can find me on uh, YouTube, uh, um, Poetry by Rebel Jones, Madman Productions. You can find me um Facebook, but I'm not under Rebel Jones on Facebook. I got I had to cancel that profile. Um I'm rmadmanjones. Madman Jones. I'm also on Instagram, but I don't really mess around with that too much. And I usually um put my poetry on TikTok just to promote my YouTube channel. So I'm on those platforms. You can find me there.
0: Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Fantastic job tonight. Incredible. Thank you. All right, babe, we'll talk to you soon.
11: No doubt, (laughs) please.
0: All right, next caller comes from 207. I believe that's Tammy. Is that Tammy? 207, you're on the air. It is
6: Tammy, yes. (laughs) Hello,
12: sweetheart, how are you? I am doing actually really, really well. I went through um, two-plus weeks of extraordinary back pain. I mean, I couldn't walk. I couldn't move. And, and uh, I've been seeing doctors and whatnot, and they've got it back in order. I can walk. I can stand up
0: straight. I can
12: do well. I'm a
0: happy camper. <laughs> you know, there's there's was nothing worse than, than being incapacitated to where you can't move around or to exactly. be bound or chained to Whether it be pain or, You know Pain or, or you know Whatever it is there that. Yeah. But where you literally You know you you lose mobility You lose the you know It's it's horrifying
12: yeah. Oh I missed work My daughter had to take care of my dog For all, over two weeks Because I couldn't walk them And it was a nightmare. It was
0: terrible. But anyway. Um it is good to hear from you. I'm glad you're doing well.
12: Thank you so much. Um I don't have y'all on the page. I keep getting knocked off. My computer keeps crashing. So I'm on my phone and I can't I can't participate in the um, the, chat the chat room Like that so I miss everybody there
0: It shows that you're so, in there um, But really? you're not Yeah it does show that you're in there
12: Yeah I don't know what's going on My computer is really messing up Bad for some reason it's not Crashing but it's not letting me On the page Huh But anyway it's it's my computer It's not y'all it's my computer So anyway Um I'm going to read part three of a series that I started. It started with one poem called Beautifully Insane and I loved where it went. So I wrote Beautifully Insane two and this is Beautifully Insane three. And um, I have every intention of keeping up with it and writing more. So, anyway, this is called Beautifully Insane 3. She rests from her busy morn, scraping up a bite, searching for kindness she rarely finds, for it is time to feed the winged one. Though she goes some nights without, there is always food for the pigeons. She knows they know who their friends are. They also know of freedom, as does she, admiring their plight, envious of their skyward expeditions. She desires to spread wings, be strong, free. They feed from her with purpose. Accepting her kindness In turn teaching her Necessity of gentility Humility Her worth Making her aware of her power Proving she is one of them Ophelia The parambal Tumultuous the journey Of wayward tattooed soul. Marched to be fearless, tenacious, born to be free, learn free, teach free, bogged down by the demands of those refusing to share the heavens, bear the food. Through the swamp of fallacies, witness contained in fresh-made faces, familiar, always. Stick together. So they play, she and the birds, cooing and fluttering about, worshiping the warmth and gift of a bright, shiny day. After their unification, sharing of selves, she skips away, for she has a date to dance with what she does best. Over Merryweather Bridge, she hops, spinning, whirling, stomping down Main Street, flinging arms and verses, filling them over her head. Oh, gods of fancy, begat me another day, make me a fairy in hunter green, autumn oranges delivered. To help those lost. And sherbet. Please. Give me orange sherbet. Just then Ophelia came to a standstill. Looking through eyes of the purest magic. At those who questioned her. Those seen only by her. Listening for a response laughing as though she had gotten one, looking mad to those who surrounded. Amongst the ones who stood from the street market was a man sturdy and sure, callous, yet with a heart larger than life, who answered the call. Madam, orange servant the ice cream man bellowed in the scruffiest of voices as his hand reached out. Ophelia took the magic ball, looked upward till he met his glistening eyes and whispered, Every man is good if he allows himself True strength is relative. And all the world is orange sherbet. The
0: end. That was intense. (laughs) Thank you. Holy moly. Tammy, that was incredible. Thank you. This is
12: a series about a homeless
0: woman. In case you didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. I I am, yeah, write more.
12: I'm up to four, and I went ahead and posted four on Facebook, but I'm not happy with it, so I'm going to take it down. But that's what I'm up to is four.
0: Do you know how to mm-hmm. do a JPEG file where you, you know, where you take a, an image and put your words on it? Yeah, do you know how to do that? Like pull up a print program and use text and put your text on there and then save it as a as an image file.
12: Oh no, 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 I don't. I misunderstood what she said. No,
0: I don't. Hmm, okay. Because you have to be really careful when you, you know, and, and especially working on something like this that's a series that you very well could turn into a chat book or, you know, a a collection of, of poetry about this. Um, you know, you have to be really careful what you put online because a lot of times if you plan on getting published traditionally, posting it online is considered uh, publishing. Not it. good. Yeah. And so one of the things, if you don't know how, if you put it on, if you, you know, use a paint program and put it on, an image, then it's not, you know, they can't Google it and find your poem online, and therefore it doesn't exist. Is a workaround. Um, oh, but also, oh, when, also that. when you, if you put a poem or a piece of work online, you know, you can put like this is my working copy of a piece, or this, uh, or, this is a piece I'm working on. You know, so, you know, you you can do that, but you just can't. Publish your finished piece. So if you had it on there and said, "This is a piece I'm working on," then that's kind of a work around as well, because then you're not okay. just showing someone you've written. So kind of, just kind of FYI made me think about it. I appreciate that. That's very interesting to know. Well, especially since yeah, you're doing
13: the,
12: I'll, the series, I'll that's get into important. That right away, because I need that
0: protection. Mm. Yeah, so just, just when you post it or go in and edit it and have it say, you know, and then you can leave it up and not hurt yourself, but, you know, just say, this is a, this is my, you know, this is a draft of this piece that I'm working on. This is a piece in progress, you know, so yeah. it's not the finished product. It's like anyone can see the paintbrush, but they can't see the painting yet. Right. Yeah. Wow. All right, tell everyone how they can find you, Tammy.
12: Uh um, well I am over at Facebook at uh, Facebook. Poet. Um I'm at facebook.com, dot com Poet Tammy Hendrick. And I am also at WordPress at Tammy
0: dot WordPress com. Perfect. All right. Appreciate you so much, Tammy. And we Thank will talk to you next advice. week. I do appreciate it. <laughs> oh, you did awesome. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so we'll talk to you soon, love. All right. Bye bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code. at, wrong one. Hang on. Da 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 da. Things are moving around that shouldn't be moving. 832. 832, you're on the air. Hi, Nayla. Hello, Uma. How are you? Oh, I'm surviving. Thank you for asking. It is really good to hear from you. I saw a message saying that you were on the show for the anniversary show, and I missed your call. Is that what I was reading?
9: Oh, well, uh, that was long back, and that was okay. I heard, I got to hear so many other poets, and it was good.
0: I'm sorry I did not get to your call. I don't know what happened or why it wasn't showing for me. But I want you to know um, how much I love you was, and how um, I was thinking of you.
9: Yeah, Uh I was not given the choice of uh, you know press one thing, so I could not press one. I thought, but today also I did not hear the choice. Still, I pressed one, so it put me online.
0: Well, I am happy you are here. I was think- okay. thinking about you the last couple of days. Thank you, Nyla. I'm going to. Um, I. I don't want. To, I, I, I'm going to shoot you a message. I'll shoot you a message after the show, or here in just a little bit. Um, I'm not going to talk to you about it on the air.
9: Okay. Um, just one second. Let me open that. Um, it was very sad indeed uh, when I was reading that uh, John Kay is no more, and that really hurts. That's what to I was going to email you about. I didn't know if you day. knew. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, he was a very good friend of uh, everyone on Facebook who had friends friends to him. In mm-hmm. fact, even uh, my husband and their friends also like him so much. So,
0: I, and this, is, and this is this is the, the God's honest truth. I was just this little tiny itty bitty spit of a thing, little girl, and mm-hmm. he, John was my sister's boyfriend. That's how I met him.
6: When I was just
0: a little kid and he was absolutely my first you know, my first teenage crush, this red headed Peter Frampton, white bell bottom wearing boy that my sister was dating and he was just, you know, he had his guitar and he would sing and it was like you know, angels and monks would chant and oh, you know, the, the skies would part and moon yeah you know, all that. Yeah. He he you know, I've known him for so, so long. And uh, yeah. I'll tell yeah. you what, you meant the world to him, just so you know. He talked um, yeah. <laughs> to talk to you about you all the time, you know, how you've just been this amazing gift. And, you know, he, he told me one time he thought about, you know, not doing, you know, not using social media and stuff like that. But he said, then, but then I wouldn't um, have access to friends like Uma. You know, he just, he really thought the world to you. Your writing really touched him.
9: Yes, in fact, in fact, indeed, all the friends have uh, influenced my way of writing, thinking, and I feel so connected despite the fact that you know we have never seen in person. But even our friends also know that uh, they are very good, you know, great souls. I have this I point. I think that you know you bring
0: a really good part, and I want to elaborate on this really fast, if you don't mind, Uma. You know. You know, Mm. talked about, you know, you never met her in person. We are a very intangible society now. And, you know, it used to be everybody you knew was somebody that was your neighbor because you couldn't travel any further than that. We didn't have ways of. But now we can instantaneously be at every point in the world at the exact same moment. You know, Mm. and so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even though I have never met you tangibly, Uma, you are absolutely 100% a real person in my life. I don't have to well, hold a box of cereal to know this, you know, what's inside. You know, you're you're more than your your package. You know, I don't have yeah, to see you in order to have you be a real person and love you.
9: Yeah, thank you so much. Naila. in fact, um people who see me may not be knowing me so much at all because they have not seen my work, they have not seen my paintings, or my art, or my poetry, or my words. You indeed have seen all these things, and heard all these things, so it's a different plane altogether, so we are indeed connected. It is uh, abstract, yet it is concrete, so we I don't know how to put it that way. You print it out, you print out my painting, it's a concrete thing. And uh, you just think about it, it is abstract once again. So at the same time, we are both abstract and concrete. And that reflects perhaps in this poem that I would like to read. I have not named a thing. Uh, I didn't. Call, I don't know what the title of the poem is. You could advise me and you could tell me how it's going. I wrote it for the anniversary, but I'm reading it now. However, I don't know why it means so much if I'm reading it today. It kind of connects everyone of us, I feel. And I don't know, it must be rather a bunch of... Uh, Wet mud, if I have to say. My slate is blank, just as my mind is. My state, as I wait, very many times. My blood pressure falls in disbelief. Cannot imagine going through this journey. Although distant, whatever happens when lives are gone forever. Where do we travel? Would there be a moment when we can travel through time as you are being you and I being me? Looking our prime, would there be a day we can see as we realize that we will be dust to dust whether we are away or exist together? Wherever we are, in the air or water, or under the sea, our lives, like entwined plants, are connected, despite parting our ways. Did we know, did we ever know, the desert that is burning herself, one day was an overflowing ocean that wept so much that it is all dried up seeing the pathos just as we are with memories. That can never, ever be lost around one another, above the galaxies, across the horizon, keeps reminding one the time left out as the earth was revolving in dark spaces, churning millions of eons amidst billions of lives aimlessly in the fierce teeth of time, processing slowly now, evolving one day, as the wheels spoo it out with lot of wet earth shining as it sparkles the air, then would you know that millions of years have passed, our distance has not closed, as we drift away forever like tangents, despite that. The continuum would not bring us back as though the time spirals endlessly in either ways. End poem.
0: Wow Uma, that was beautiful Thank you, Naila The emotion Absolutely incredible Thank you
9: Thanks to you, Naila
0: Are you going to read too?
9: Yes, yes, of course, okay oh. It's a haiku that I wrote long, long back, but I must have read it already. It's just three three small haikus. It is a time saying the right is not saying it out. It is a time saying the right is not. Saying it out. Would like to add one to ten or more, but no avail. Whereas you look at it all, smiling away. Endpool.
0: That was. Amazing, you know. I don't know if you can see in the chat room right now, Uma, but Robbie's in there, and and um, it's really funny because you've heard me say this before too. But Robbie, baby, says Uma's first-person thinking out loud style of poetry reminds me of Rumi and Hafiz. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Naila. See, i'm I'm not the only one who says that to you it it's it's so affirming to know someone else hears it too. <laughs> fantastic job, sweetheart
9: Thank you,. Maya.
0: You're welcome and <laughs> yeah, do me a favor and tell everyone how to find a sweetheart
9: i find you'll find me rather although I find you in my heart so if I find you in my heart, you can find me in your heart too. And in yeah, Naila's, in, my heart. In, in John Case, and Jennifer's and everyone else's, Noreen's, Soldier Blues, if they are listening, and um, so many of, every one of the great poems, poets are here. They are all in my heart and I wish I, a speck of my words. Could be there in there too, and that's how you would find me
0: well, you're always right there tucked away in mine, and I know in in all of ours, so I love this place. I love you guys so much. look at this 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 is why you know where else do you guys find this in the world? You know, think about the people she just named off, right, how mm-hmm. different they are from each other. And yet yeah. you guys made a community where it's okay for for all these different people to stand unashamedly themselves without fear. That's flipping powerful. I love that you said that, Uma. Thank you. We, we, we find you in our hearts as well, my darling girl.
9: Thank you, Naila. Thank
0: you. All right. And we'll talk to you soon, Okay hmm Bye. Bye-bye, sweetheart. All right. Our next caller comes from Erica. Oh, Doug. Mr. Curry, are you with me?
14: Yes, I am.
0: Hi. Enjoying How are you, hon?
14: Uh, very well. Enjoying it very much. I'm enjoying the conversation as much as poetry. And <laughs> that's, that's a tribute to you, the whole platform.
0: You're so kind. I know what my yammering's like. I just edited a show. <laughs> it's like, God, don't I ever shut up? <laughs> uh.
14: So I, I, I don't know, just been looking at stuff I've written and reflecting on. As you know, a lot of stuff I write has hit a historical... And mm-hmm. so... I write it today, it'll be interesting to read it 10 years from now, because it will be in some way according to something that was going on or that was being looked upon from this moment. And I found uh, some things that I wrote when Barack Obama became president that a form I wrote January 20th, 2009 that has to, has to be all or about is inauguration. Hmm. Um, to begin with, there's a reference here that if you don't know it, then the poem will be wasted on you. So I'm going to give everybody the reference. In the after- Major League Baseball, there were three immortal black men, home run hitters, they all wore the number 44. They were Reggie Jackson, Willie McCovey, and Hank Aaron. Willie McCovey hit balls so far that outside of the stadium in San Francisco, which goes out to the bay, there's a spot in the bay that they call McCovey Cove. For where his home runs would land Going out of the park And so these men All wore number 44 And here came Barack Obama As our 44th president This is called By the numbers Yeah By the numbers A study of grace The effortless wield of power To yield long shots Home runs Wins. Hall of Famers. Reggie Jackson. Willie McCovey. Hank Aaron. Number
11: 44.
14: Barack Obama. That's fast company, Mr. Barack. Very fast company.
0: And gone. I love that. First of all, I love old baseball. Yeah, you know, when we we talked about that before, as a connection between us. Is you know, mm-hmm. I absolutely love old, not new names, baseball, but old baseball. And the, you know,
14: it's go ahead. The, well, the the hope of that he could perform his job anywhere, anywhere as near as excellent. At everybody else who wore a number forty-four, if he could be anything like the other guys who were number forty-four, then we would both be in good shape. And that was looking at it going in, but it was a, it was a trying and telling moment, not just for him, but the country in general, because of who he was at that moment in time. And because of that, more specifically and more particularly for Black people, this is Number called 44. dark. Yeah, this is called dark angels. Once invisible, like silt on the bottom, sat upon, pissed on, and pissed off to told it was rain. But knowing a place, even digging in, now fall from grace, dark angels. Dark Angels, we are no more the chaff, but now the wheat, a hearty staple to make things do what they do, as we said we would if we only could. We could and did, can and must. Now is the time to find and give relief to a pressure cooker holding on to a, defer- a dream deferred, a dream handed down from a mountaintop, a dream of content and character, And judgment, too. Yes, dark angels. Yes, you people, darker than blue. Once invisible, your head is held high as mine in this moment, but for a moment. But a question looms large. It's answered great. Are we now a beacon or a target? Does it take four years to know? What will we do, dark angels? And bomb.
0: Wow, that was incredible
14: those are just thoughts as Obama was going into office and uh you know there there's uh there's a segment of of black people that Obama didn't do anything for black people well maybe it wasn't if that's not true. And maybe it wasn't for him to do anything for us, but at that point, having struggled so hard, I mean, there was times in our history, most of the time of our history where we couldn't even vote.
2: Mm-hmm.
14: Most of our history. And now we had not only to vote, but we had managed to vote in a black president, which was the impossibility in America. And now that he was there, whose time was it to step up, his or ours? And now that we look at it in retrospect, we can draw our own conclusions as to how how successful he was and we were and what we needed to do at that point.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it had to be him. You know, it was the same thing with Reggie Jackson. I don't know if you heard that story, but I was talking... Um, with Buck O'Neill, and he was talking about how Reggie Jackson wasn't the first uh, the first black man that was brought into the major leagues he wasn't you know he isn't he didn't cross that barrier because he was the best player of the time. he crossed oh, that barrier that. because I they knew he, he would be able to handle the adversity he would face,
15: and right. he was a great was- player,
0: you know.
14: Are you still there? Yeah, Yeah, are you here? I'm sorry. I I, I think you mean Jackie Robinson.
0: Or Jackie Robinson. Robinson, Yeah, that's who I meant. See, that's what I'm talking about. Someone can edit you, and they know what you're thinking better than you do sometimes.
2: (laughs) Or or, or at least (laughs) we
14: we both know what the real history was. Yeah, that was... was, uh, and it, and I'll tell you where where that truth of, of that history comes out in the plays of August Wilson comes out in a play called Fences, where the main character was a was a person who had played in the Negro leagues, which were the alternate league that black players could play in, who had professional level ability, but would not be uh, allowed to play in the in the in the major leagues. And this guy was a garbage man who was a professional caliber baseball player, so he was embittered all of his life. He said, you know, the Yankees got a guy running around playing right field. He's hitting 270. You know, how can he play every day hitting only 270? You know, he, you know, obviously there were people in the in the Negro leagues who were far better than him.
0: Oh but, yeah. Uh, oh yeah.
14: Jackie. But the thing was, Jackie Robinson had the personal qualities. I mean, you you can imagine that um, those other guys, great ball players, they still had to live the life of a black man. So mm-hmm. I mean, they poverty and, and still lived in in degradation and and had some of the scars to prove it in terms of drugs and alcoholism and all of that that Jackie Robinson didn't have to carry as part of the baggage. You know, mm-hmm. the greatest. Of his time was was a home run that they said was greater than Babe Ruth, and that was Josh Gibson. But Josh had problems, and his problems really arose from the fact that he was being denied. He was as great as, as Babe Ruth, and couldn't even get into a major league uh, team. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he was an alcoholic and abuser of of, of things. So, yeah, you know. Have to keep the historical context.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, my darling. We digress so, into a, a a amazing topic. We should do a show one time. Totally not about poetry. Just to, totally talking about old baseball. That'd be fun.
2: Oh yeah, start a, a channel. It.
0: I'll help you.
14: Willie Mays pro, uh, poem. But, um, yeah, we should do that sometime. Yeah, we should do that in the spring going into the baseball season a couple of months. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Do you know how many Hank Aaron baseball cards I have?
14: Do you really?
0: And Willie Mays, yep.
14: Yeah. Willie Mays. Well, I, even have, I
0: even have one for Cool Papa Bill.
14: Do you really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I told, mentioned uh, Buck O'Neill. I told you that his brother lived, lived Where I live, and and I uh, actually I took him to a minor league game where they were having a a celebration of the black baseball leagues uh, as part of our game, and uh, I had the honor of taking him to the game and hanging out with him.
0: That's phenomenal. All right, tell everyone how to find you. We're doing it again. Well,
14: yep, on Facebook, my name (laughs) is Douglas. Curry. I had, um, I had a Facebook page that was Doug Curry, and I had one that was Blacks and Blues, but those got corrupted. So I'm just down to Douglas Curry. Uh, I can be found on um, uh, uh, what is All Poetry. dot All Com. dot All Com under the name Manchild. M-A-N-C-H-I-L-L-D. Ninety nine. And I just discovered something. I used to uh, do a lot of poetry the same way I do on on uh, all poetry. I used to have go on a site called writerscafe.org. dot mm-hmm. org. And even though I don't for a lot of my old stuff from like uh you know, two thousand seven, eight and like that, it's still there. writerscafe.org. dot org and again it's man chilled ninety nine. So a lot of my older stuff is there. You know, and I try to get here on a Thursday night and enjoy everybody who comes along. And, and tonight's been a very good night.
0: Well, we appreciate you so much. Thank you, honey.
14: Thank you. We appreciate you. And I will be around. Any, spe- any special plans going out of the year?
0: Um, No. You want to help me make some?
14: <laughs> Why not? You want to be my, my
0: poetic New Year's date?
14: Okay, we can do it. We can do okay. it. Drop me a note or I'll drop you
0: off. Okay.
14: All right. That worked
0: for me. All right. right. Thanks, Dad.
2: All
0: right. Our next caller comes from area code. I'm going to give the next, actually, I'm going to give the rest of the lineup. We have 30 minutes left in the show. Our next caller comes from area code 815 followed by 863. Uh, Some strange, weird number I don't know. It was 109 something. 10891, I don't know what that is. Um, and then we have area code 501, and that should take us out of the show, Uh pretty sure. So let's go ahead and grab 5, or excuse me, 815. 815, you're on the air. 815
6: is Gina Storm. Happy
0: Thursday, Nyla. Hello, beautiful sister. How are you, love?
6: I'm happy because I talked to Mama earlier. She told me to send love, hugs, and kisses.
0: uh. Her
6: voice was strong I enough to
0: today. To speak She's speak, and sounding good. I was
6: really feeling bad because texting is great. You, you're still getting information, and you still know that she's all right, but you missing part of the story that she filled in the blanks for me today with the conversation. So She was just so tired. Um, after she had dinner and took her meds, she wanted me to bring her with, and she said she'd just listen, but she called me back at about 7.15 and was like, just go without me. I'm like, okay, Mom, she's like, I gotta rest, oh, absolutely, that's completely understandable,
0: yeah, yep,
6: yep, so she's in her love, and I'm gonna share poetry, okay, I'm gonna do um one and done, but what I'm gonna do is a key style because someone tagged me in a, one of my own pieces, and it's from December second I don't know what year, two thousand fifteen I titled this almost there that I used the quote as my inspiration by Dolce Rubeck, all I ever wanted to be is who I'm becoming. Almost there is my peace. I love me completely, totally, unconditionally, really, in a way that it always should have been before but couldn't always be really. I never really would look at myself the way that I do currently. I was afraid to, always loving others more and putting myself last, giving me the minimum when I deserved the maximum. I made sacrifices and put my craft on the back burner, delayed my books previously and postponed making a spoken word CD. I guess now it will have to be an MP3, never making time for myself. Neglecting myself in the key of G. All my days and nights were for everyone else. I'm now really seeing myself focused on my reality and making some time to spend for me on me. Allowing my light to shine from my tight curls to my big brown eyes, my embattled body, will always give me a battle, and I don't mind because I'm a warrior and I will fight back. I've been winning all the days previously, and I will continue to do so. Trust me. I'll just keep my toes painted and my head up, my back straight. I'll smile, and from a distance, I'll air hug, but I'm going to be achieving my goals and living, happy, free, beautiful me. I'm almost there. I have no worries. I know who I'm supposed to be. And very soon, I'm going to hug and welcome the new me. I'm Janice Stone. Thank you for indulging me. In peace.
0: I actually love that. Thanks, sis. I love that.
6: I wrote, it, like, I wrote most of it like wrote most of it in twenty fifteen, but some of it I added because I wanted to keep it fresh and relevant, but the sentiment is the same. I have been loving it on me for a while, and I'm going to continue to. I have no intention of stopping.
0: You are the person you should feel the safest with,
6: I see. So, yeah. you can find me anywhere you can find poetry, Gina with an E, Storm like inclement weather. I'll be here every Thursday, God willing. Next Wednesday catch me, Rebel P. Jones at D S R. We're the All Stars. We host every other Wednesday night, every Monday night. Catch me at P O E T podcast at eight PM Central Standard Time. Brother O and Nina Purple Hall. Um, yeah, again, wherever poetry is, that's where you'll find Gina Storm. I love you, sis. See you next week.
0: Love you too, hon. Thank you.
6: <laughs> bye bye.
0: All righty. Our next caller comes from area code eight six three eight six three. You're on the air.
13: Um, hello, Nyla. Um, hello. hello, Noreen. How are you, love? I'm doing good, and um, and and uh, oh, and I, I thank you. Well, uh, thank you for the warning heads, so I can turn the, turn this on the uh, laptop <laughs> down. <laughs> You're very welcome. Oh, okay. And tonight, I have Gary's. It's called A Guitar Treasure. This guitar has a heart to talk to my heart. The strings ring and resonate as I dream of plucking them. It is used and scarred from nut to bridge, yet I know it is or can be put in tune with the keys above. I want to hold the neck and the hollow body close. While I play it to a song I love. I'm singing my best to match the perfect sound coming from the baffles too. What I don't know is how many names have left their mark on you. The end.
0: Wow. That's
13: incredible. Yes. Yes. If I remember right, uh, I think he got that from one of your prompts, one of your photo prompts. That I could be. He, yes.
0: He wrote to those a lot.
13: Yes, he did. We both did. Yeah, we both did. Yep. Mhm. Yep. Okay, and um, oh, and okay, and um, and the one I have for me is called Sonnet Twenty Four. Okay. Some and, and thank you for getting me started on the sonnets. <laughs>
0: You're welcome. Thank
13: you. Okay, okay, this Sonnet Twenty Four. Sometimes when I feel like Falling apart, falling to pieces. I felt you holding me up. Tell me I am your sweetheart. Let it go. When my life is unfolding before my eyes, I know I'll be all right. For you and God are always by my side. Listen me. Be my star, my flashlight. I will not let you down. I am your bride in heaven and on earth. Nothing can come between us. For our love is always strong. We won't deny it. And it is here from now to eternity. We do belong. We will write love poems together. You'll write in the clouds, and I'll write in the sand. The end.
0: Wow. I'm very happy I got you started on sonnets as well.
13: Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm working on two more. I have written twenty five already, and I'm working on. Two, I have two more already started.
0: How many did Elizabeth write?
13: Four, um, forty four.
0: Okay. Wow, that magic number forty four. That's three times that's come up tonight.
13: Yes. Four times. And that's what. And that's what I'm waiting on to write forty four sonnets. Then I'm going to put all the sonnets in a book like um like Elizabeth Browning did.
0: How did I know that? How did I know that? <laughs>
13: Because you you know a lot about Elizabeth Barrett Browning and um, you know, I know a lot you know about, about your baby girl. Huh?
0: I know a lot about you, baby girl. Oh,
13: okay. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I just okay. I knew that would be your plan. I mean <laughs> do me a favor yes. and tell us how we can find you guys.
13: Okay. And you can find us on um okay, on our books on um okay, on uh Amazon.com, Two Hearts in One, um, Now and Forever, Our Love and Other Love Poems, The Hour of Truth, and um, and the uh, are reflections of our inner beings. You can find all of them on Amazon.com, and you can find um, okay our website, um, our official website at um, Gary and Norine Snyder wix front slash poetry and you can find um gary on ReverbNation.com um, Facebook.com um and Port- PoetryPoem.com poetry and you can find me on ReverbNation.com um, Facebook.com um and PoetryPoem.com and you can also um can find us on Ko-fi.com, and um, we have a, a shop there. A membership tier from um, all the way up to six tiers, from um, three dollars to twenty-five dollars, and, and and we have um magnets, different kinds of magnets up there, and different different card greeting cards, and all of our books is up there, and um and I'm I'm in the future I will do stickers too, okay. And, um, okay. and I might do broadside if I um, if I know how to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that too. That's okay. cool. Yes, and um, you can find all that on, on ko-fi. dot com front slash Gary and Noreen. Okay, Perfect. and then you can find us on Facebook live every Saturday night. Well, it's going to be instead of five thirty. It's going to be 4 o'clock now at 5.30 it's getting dark, and my sister said she could barely see me out there because it's getting dark, so I'll have it 4 o'clock. Cause, um, And then if it's too cold, I'll be inside, but I'll try to be outside <laughs> and have it 4 o'clock.
0: Pretty soon you're going to, have to be out there and you'll look like a snowman we'll have to put a little carrot on your nose.
13: <laughs> that would be funny because I, I don't think it ever snowed in Florida, but I told us Ben been snowed in Florida before. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, we will talk to you next week,
13: honey. Um, yes, we'll be here next Thursday. Yes.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, for both
13: oh, of you guys. Okay. You. You're welcome. And thank you so much for having us on here. And thank you for letting, for having this on um, the Steak Easy Cafe. And this means a lot to us. And thank you very much.
0: You're welcome, Noreen. We'll okay. talk to you next week, love.
13: Yes. Talk to you next week. Okay.
0: okay. All right. Our next caller is this strange, weird, I think it must be jupiter area code or something like that. But if you hear this little lady in the phone say, unmuted, you'll know it's your turn. So strange, weird call, you're on the air. Everybody say your name and I'll tell you who I have. Caller, are you there? All right, we'll go back and check them. I'm gonna go ahead and oh come on board. Bring on five zero one five zero one. You are on the air.
16: Hey Nyla, how you doing?
0: I'm doing awesome, sweetheart. How are you?
16: I'm all right. I'm all right. This is uh, J from Arkansas.
0: Mhm. How'd your family? Did your family have a good holiday?
16: You know It was a good day. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. I'm glad. I really don't do the holidays. I haven't done the holidays for a long time, and it really took the pressure off of me. I don't have to stab nobody with the kitchen knife now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, if 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 whatever God we believe in or if all of the gods were to come down from the sky right now, right, and mm. give me one last wish for the perfect day. You've got one day left on this planet. What do you want? Mm. It would be to have my entire family, which cons- I, when I say that, I mean me and my three sons. Uh, right. else. But my family around the dinner table for the night.
16: Wow. But, you know, that's not a selfish thing to ask for either.
0: Just a, a night around the dinner table with, with my kids. It's like some of the best memories I have in my life were at that dinner table.
16: Nah, let's send me them telephone numbers. They're about to be there this weekend. <laughs> my goodness, that's not a self-sustaining expo at all.
0: I learn a lot. I'll explain it someday. Maybe you and I'll, I, well, yeah, maybe I'll write a poem about these mm. boys around the dinner table. I don't know. We'll see.
16: You know what? That would be real nice because that would be coming from a, a, a really good clean engine.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See the, re- I would say, when I get my boys around the entertainment, I, I just shut up, and they talk, and they tell on each other, and then they, they one gets the other one rolling, and they start yeah, but do you remember that time we did this or do you remember? And it's like I'm sitting there thinking, you know, my life is a lie. My entire life is a lie
2: because yeah, I thought I had thing, these amazing,
0: thing. wonderful boys. And I've always bragged that my kids never got in trouble with the cops. They never did never drugs. Did you know, never had an issue with drinking, anything like that. Didn't get any girls pregnant in high school.
2: Right. You know,
0: so just really good kids. And they really are. But they are nowhere near you know what? Really good kids as good go as I thought they
16: were.
0: You know, my my oldest yeah, son really says, good. Well mom, you know, you left me you you know, we were on our lo- uh, we were on our own quite a bit. And it's like, Well yeah, when you became of age where you could watch yourselves you know, and all I right. said and that was built on a space of trust because I knew I could trust you at home. Little did I know that was a lie. My whole life's been a no, lie. No, 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 no,
16: <laughs> that wasn't a lie. Believe me. If you hadn't instilled all of that, do you know the trouble of them rascals what they got into?
0: Oh my God, you should hear the stories they tell me. It's like I know, a, yeah, but you know you so never got work, and so. just didn't get caught. <laughs>
16: <laughs> but you know what it's safe to tell you now. They passed the statute of limitations. All the children are yeah. <laughs> <were> probably grown. <laughs>
0: you know, all the cows being let out of the neighbor's barn. There you go. And, and mm. the tractor they found at the construction site that they drove into it. Over, wow,
2: that's uh, it wasn't
0: that big of a cliff, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> How did the you get? I jumped off when it tipped over. It up She's some that... beautiful
2: daisies.
0: <laughs> Mom, do you remember the time, or Sean, do you remember the time that that tie fell through the ice and we were trying to run along and break him out? Where were you when that happened?
4: <laughs> oh my goodness! No. I'm not even I lying. Not I'm true. not
0: even lying. All those stories I just said were true. <laughs> you almost lost
16: a couple of. Them just from what I heard right there.
0: I, I don't know how I didn't. <laughs> you know, it's in my mind, they're sitting at home been reading Bible verses so they and knitting me, that me an Afghan. Ask- <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that would be a really fun collaboration to write, to get about 15, maybe 20 different parents and mm. act like a round table, you know, where they, they talk about the kids they thought they knew, but the kids they actually had. You know, that would be or a pun- funny perspective.
16: Right. Hey, that sounds good. I'd be down for that right right there.
0: I won't even tell you about the time they tied a dead cat to the back of the bicycle and was riding it around town because it was head, dead bro. and flat and caught okay. air and hit a girl right in the head. I won't tell you that story. Oh, wow.
16: <laughs> Nobody knocked on your door? <laughs>
0: No, a lot of that a lot kid. of that happened when they were at their dad's. They, they spent three summers with their dad, their entire life. They spent, not summers, uh, they were there for two weeks. So four weeks they out of their not. life, they spent with their dad at their dad's house. And most of this stuff happened when they were there. So that makes me feel pretty good.
16: <laughs> well, don't ask them about the stuff that happened while they were there because they might just be depressed.
0: Oh. But <sighs> it's fun. It's fun around the table because they tell on themselves. You know, yeah. it's like, she can't be mad at us now. You know, that was two years ago. That was, you know, that was eight months ago. About Statue four months is they knew the, that was it, yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's first what one I'd one want. Her,
16: with mom's statute of limitations. Like, mom, come on, we grown, we out, we got kids. Well, come on, and I made your lanyard
0: <laughs> since then. <laughs>
16: <laughs>
0: right. They
16: saved you some gray hair and probably a patch too. <laughs>
0: Uh, I always said I have 100 kids If I could have all boys and give birth to them at age 10
16: all Right, you want to skip all of them, All that fun uh, mustard pool.
0: Actually, you know, about 6 or 7 About 7 Give birth to them <laughs> at age 7 You know all
16: Right Because so they still haven't come into it. knowing anything Once they start knowing something, it's over with
0: That's true See, my boys weren't even like that. But I was a single mom since you know, they were one they were newborn one and two when I was became a single mom. So, you know, I always had absolute rule, absolute law, what I said when. I didn't have to do the good cop bad cop dad said. They didn't even ever have that option. So, you know, they, they really listened to me and they were really good, but yeah.
14: You know you have something to do with it, really, don't you? <laughs>
16: Just because I they almost died this.
2: don't mean I, that you failed, you know. <laughs> I, I they are
0: nowhere near as wild as I was as a child, so I I give them that. Sweet. And one of them's like you know running for the mayor of his town and and just been on the school board and all. It's like how in the hell did I throw that kid? That's not my kid. <laughs> I'm very proud of my children. Okay, so where were we? Poetry. Oh yeah, poetry. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're our last caller we uh, have nine minutes left in the show you want to read a poem
2: i
16: might as well yeah. hey i appreciate you sharing that with me you know uh i'm looking forward to that time too when the kids are around the table um things just happen a certain way they just be a certain way
0: yeah, I'm not a baby um, person. Yeah. I've never been a baby person. I mean, I loved my babies. I'm a, like that dog person. I don't like dogs, but I love that dog. You know, it's like, right. I don't love babies, but I love those babies because they're mine. And um, right. But I'm just not a baby person. Someone walks up. I don't want to pat a pregnant woman's tummy. You walk up to yeah. the baby. You Here, you want to hold to it. It's like, I absolutely do not want to hold it because I know how hard that white spit is to get out of my black shirt. So it's not happening.
2: <laughs>
0: you know? But once they turn seven and they become real people, that's that's the magic time.
16: Yeah, I think teenagers is when you when they start really uh, identifying with themselves and the rest of that, and then the rebellion begins. Like, well, you know, I could do things differently. and my life would be perfect. Like, wow, that that
2: wisdom. None of mine ever
0: did that. None of mine went <laughs> oh, rebellion thing. Not with me. we were really best. close. My boys and I were really close, so we never had that. You know, I had one time. Oh, one time, thing, yeah. one of them tried to tried to do the whole posturing thing with me to see if he could be, you know. And it's like, no. Yeah. Him and I went out to the garage and had to come to Jesus meeting. <laughs> yeah. Right, the two and we shed is in always open. walked the house and everything was as right as rain. <laughs> no, I'm just the kidding. two shades don't um. close. <laughs> Yeah, I never went. They, I never went through any of that rough shit that people talk about with teenagers. We just we didn't do it. But I was, yeah, you know, I was really. We related really well. I was really close to age. You know, I mean, I was, I was twenty-one by the time I had all three of my boys. And yeah. uh, you know, so there wasn't that big of a generation or understanding gap between us. So it was, it was kind of fun growing up with them. But yeah, I, I would wouldn't have, have to be, be about seven.
16: have very free spirits, so that allowed that to happen. Uh. Uh, with the boys and their probably free spirits From the sounds of it Chipping each other out the ice underwater Yeah they sound like they're very free spirits
0: <laughs> Oh I'm serious I can... yes. we should, we, There we, there should be a book of poems Today I learned that Where it's just prose poems written up Things that they did as kids There's, there's no one else in line behind you You want to hear one more story about my boys My favorite one
16: I, I, really do. I believe this I really is
0: I believe this is inspiring at some point. You know, somebody's gonna be inspired by this. But i I worked late, I worked actually worked three jobs. So I worked late and I slept in one day and I wake up and I hear these little whispering noises and my kids are probably, you know, one and a half, two and a half and three and a half, three, you know, maybe all right uh, around that age. Pretty young still. And right. I hear these whisperings and You wake up, mom. You wake up, mom. It's like, what in the hell are they doing? So I get up and I walk down the hallway, and there's all three of my boys sitting buck naked on the kitchen sink, or excuse me, the bathroom sink. They're all buck naked up on the counter, sitting on the bathroom sink. They've all got their feet in the sink, and the (sighs) the, the sink was was filled up with water and packs of oatmeal. There were packs of oatmeal laying all over. The floor and the counter, and they all had spoons and they were sitting there eating oatmeal out of the sink, because they didn't want to wake me and they were going to surprise me and let me sleep in. And so he made breakfast for his brothers. Oh Three wow. buck naked boys sitting on the bathroom, bathroom counter, right. with their feet in oatmeal and spoons.
16: <clears throat> Let's see if you had a camera phone. That'd have been it. That'd have been it. You can I always know, know that right? blackmail. Hey, I'll <laughs> blow this up into a poster. Don't try me.
0: <laughs> oh, too funny All right, my dear, go ahead
16: All right um, I have the fortune of having the train go But it sound like this train is about 90 miles long, too Because, uh, yeah, I'm about to go ahead and get into this piece
0: I can't hear it at all
16: Good My heart drips like little drops of drizzle after a torrential downpour as gravity pools life's water from limbs down to drooping leaves of a lush, luxuriant tree. What am I to do, knowing that in mere moments my heart will be alone, watching memories in my mind's eye of you and I, while my mind's eye reservoir swells to capacity. As our hands pull slowly apart, as I walk the plank, set a sail, and disembark. With our eyes still locked, I watch. Till I can only see your face, I still watch. Till I can only see your form, I still watch. Till you become too small to perceive. As I glare with a catatonic stare over the waters that separate me from my love. Dying a slow death with a clean hole in my heart. But because of this hole, I am already returning to you. And we will cherish our parts till meeting again to complete each other's heart. I love you. Paul. Such just beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you. I'd it to be some. I'd be trying.
0: That was that. That was. A, I think any woman would love to be the target of that. That kind of
2: mm.
16: beauty. Yeah, that's some soldier sailor heading across the ocean, and ain't nothing you can do with these type of stuff. <laughs> Maybe be bad, but the ambition drive you away. I don't know if the drive to come back is as, is as, as, as intense as something that you have to do out of duty.
0: Yeah. All right. It looks like we have one more caller, my dear, so tell everyone how to find you.
16: Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, J&J Productions Acrylic Arts. Uh, you will find me and my wife there having some very hilarious conversations. I haven't updated it in a while, but if you all haven't seen it, uh, like, share, and comment, please. And, hey, Nyla, I appreciate you.
0: Appreciate you, too, dear. You uh, take care of yourself, and we'll talk to you next week.
16: All right, take care now.
0: All right, I'm going to go ahead and grab this strange area code. So. As I unmute you, I want you to say your name, so listen for the little lady to say unmute or, you know, as soon as I say unmuted, everyone say your name I'll tell you who it is. All right, so anyway, strange number from Jupiter, area code. You are on the air.
17: Don Hegelberg.
0: Don, Don my darling, Berkley. love, how are you? Where in the heck are you? When did you go to Jupiter?
17: I'm in Berserkley.
0: Ah, that's why this strange. It looks like it's, it looks like an, a zip code, not an area code, on here. It's really funny.
17: Well, that's interesting.
0: Um, it's good to talk to you, my or talk to you. I do feel a little
17: zippy. I do feel <laughs> a little zippy.
0: Zippy is good.
17: Zippy is good. How are you? I've been listening to you, but without the extension. Of the phone, I couldn't contact you. Aww. So I was, you know, listening... Yeah, and listening I see you often
0: the, in the chat room.
17: I, I don't know how I am in the chat room either. It was just this, the ability of um, your program to allow computers... To make the telephone call that allowed me to talk to you today, or tonight.
0: I am very happy for that technology.
17: Yeah, so am I. How are you doing,
0: sweetheart? One of my oldest, dearest friends.
17: I'm zippy. It's
0: better than being unzippy,
17: especially when
0: you're in public like this.
17: Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll be, I'll be uh, discerning. <laughs> um, I don't know what that means, but I'll, I will be that way. Uh, I have a favor to ask. Mm-hmm. I have a poem to read, but instead of reading a second poem, I would like to have a short piece of music to reflect. The poem, is that permissible?
0: Do you have the music to play?
17: I think I do. I hope I do.
0: Okay, let's see how this plays out.
17: Okay. The poem first. I count my beads of worry. My worries hang together on one string, isolated and numbered one by one with my bare forefinger and thumb they fall onto all of the worries which came before all worry which when caressed and felt collides on top of its predecessor with a click or clack sounds no louder than the more or less worry of the bead before. Why do I step onto the floor where solo men spin and dance rebetico anchored in the once upon a genocide of friendship between Turk and Greek? I do not Inhale the Turkish perfume of hashish. Neither do I either drink Greek ouzo or itzina. I come to the words of this song with a step and count in hopes that worry can be danced away. The Music Hopefully. Ah. I am sorry. It failed.
0: Ah, Can you tell me what the name of the piece of music was?
17: Um, well, the poem is in memory of Stilius Bambacaris. He was a bazuki player and the son of a rebetiko composer by the name of Marcos Bambacaris. And it was one of the songs that... Um, I don't know... Is there some way I can, I don't know, is there some way I can send you the address of the song and perhaps if you, you.
0: If you tell me, just uh, send me a message with the name of it and I can Google it and find it.
17: Uh
0: yeah, if you can get the name of it or the artist or anything, you know, just something that will let me look it up. If, you know, just you know, don't have to send me the link or nothing. Just tell me what it is and I'll find it. Send me a message if you could.
17: I don't know how to send a message on oh. this. I've called no, it. No, fa- on
0: Facebook. You can do it on Facebook, can't you?
17: Uh, no, I've been, uh, uh, what do they call it, banned from Facebook uh, you three naughty? years ago years ago, I said, no, I wrote that um, the president was a rapist. And now 28 women have come out and charged him with rape. But this Facebook thing said, that's naughty. You shouldn't do that. So I I don't, uh, you know, if they're going to be that way, so I don't do that. So uh, let me see here. You were going to tell me how to. I have the call connection. Is there some way on that to send a message?
0: I don't. Not through here, not through this call, not through this site.
17: Okay, I'll tell you what, I will try to, uh, do it, um and maybe next week you can play just the music. It's a very okay. spirited thing. It's, okay. Uh, uh, it's a very spirited thing. And it's Greek to me too. <laughs>
0: All right, Don. I will definitely do that, and we will get it figured out, get it taken care of for you, okay?
17: Thanks you. Thank you so much. And thank you for existing, period. And Thank um,
0: you for existing.
17: Sometimes I'm shaking my head yes, yes. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> Bye-bye, Don. All right, you guys. You have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. It has been an incredible night tonight. I'm going to run through your prompts once again. If you didn't get them written down at the beginning of the show, remember that these are your poetry prompts for this week and also the prompts for your pick-apart-a-prompt writing exercise. Write the title or write the prompt at the top of the page and then write six different poems you could write to that prompt before you sit down and try to write to it. So your 12 prompts for this week were, Through the Emptiness, The Secret of Children, Before I Could Write These Lines, Earth Still Shakes From Old Battles, Where Only Dreams Have Been, Of the Mist, Unmade Bed, I Gather Not Roses, The Muse Stands Watch, Chewing at the window, in her streets, windswept languages. Those are your twelve prompts. I am going to close the show this week. Um, I should have, uh, this being the first show of the month, I should have read one of my poems at the beginning of the show, or beginning at the beginning of the show, as per my contract. Um, But I totally spaced off doing that, so we will. I'll, I'll read something next week, at the beginning of next week's show. I'm going to close this show tonight, though, with something actually kind of mine. Um, at the beginning of the show, I let you know that John Hayes, one of our poets, has uh, left us. And I have, uh, I, I started a, uh, played his, Thanksgiving poem, Day After Thanksgiving, it's Turkey, 12 Days of Turkey, the After Thanksgiving poem, at the beginning of the show. And this one is a piece that I got an email one day, and John had gone onto my page and found a a piece that I'd written called Displaced. And then... uh, Actually, you know what? I'm not going to do that tonight. I'm going to do that at the beginning of next week's show, because I can read, I can play the what he did to the poem, and then I can read the poem. So you can see how different the two are, and how fun this process was, and and I can share John again. So instead, I am going to close the show with dun dun dun. What is she going to find off the fly? Grabbing something randomly, spinning, spinning, spinning the wheel. And I'm landing on Unfulfilled by For Real the Poet. I haven't played anything of his in a long time. All right, you guys, appreciate you, love you. We will be here next week at the same time. Looking forward to it, and we'll talk to you then. Good night, everybody.
2: Unfulfilled.
15: Substantially, this chance had land tasted, but cut short due to unknown circumstances, unforeseen, unfulfilled. Sucked into this vacuum of emptiness, calling out to you, mist, you be, calling out to you. Here I am, not standing, shrouded in darkness. I wait for the echoes to bounce back to me. Smothered acoustics, strangled, wanting nothing to do with me. Time ticks, telling me to keep it moving. So in this U-Haul, I've packed all my things. Boxes of my love, stacked to the ceiling. Moving on. In a vacated room, sits your shit. Wrapped in toilet paper labeled, flush this, conditional love shit. I should have signed this contract dipped in our blood and made you stick to it. Love, unfulfilled. But I've tasted it, dined on it, drank a couple of it, succulent it, if but a sip. I walk away with a wet palate. Cupid's kiss can sometimes be poisonous. On to the next dish. Love. My thirst for it. Unquenched for just a minute. If I could just touch it again. For just
3: a moment. To endure
15: the pain once again still, i cherish this. Unfinished.